we'll get her pop and then if i have to adjust anything we can adjust from there but uh all right well welcome to the whistle pig podcast sitting here today with uh my cousin Brickell. say Thanks. hi hello hi hi <laughs> how are you doing how was your drive up um shorter than i thought it was going to be but i also <laughs> i cut 11 minutes off of the eta <laughs> on accident on accident or but yeah it wasn't well i what can what do you say on this podcast? Whatever the fuck I you want. I smoked one on the way. Can oh, I say that? Yeah, that's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah, that's completely fine. Okay. If I have to, I mean, I'm not making you sign the release first, so that way, in case you say any self-incriminating Whoa. shit, we can talk about. Uh... Okay, that's what I was. Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it comes down to it, you just be like, "All right, I need you to edit out that shit about me uh, helping hide a body." Yeah, you know? that. One, oh, we won't talk about that one, but. That time I uh, kidnapped this kid in Myers because I thought it'd be funny. Whatever. Whatever. Dude, I have vivid daydreams about that. Not me doing it. Oh, okay. It happening to me. <laughs> no. No, like, I don't even have my own kids. But when I babysit, I'll have nightmares about it afterwards. I'm like, dude, that could have happened. Okay. It still can. And then I'll wake up like it's a falling dream. But no, it's just like I was running, catching kids. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you addressed that before I had to uh, dig in. Oops. No, you're good. So, yeah. Um, let me give you a quick run. Do I keep this open just so you can kind of see your levels there? Once you get up in the yellow. That was me testing it. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, I can spike your volume a little more. Give you a little more. A little more We didn't trouble. have any of this on the. Drop your bass. Podcast I did. What podcast did you do? Give them a plug. It was, well, I don't know if I want to even do that. <laughs> I will, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. No uh, need. It was the, I think it's called the Strip Club Podcast. The Strip Club Podcast. Yeah. But okay. it sucked because you know how you have your sound set up and whatnot. It looks good. We just oh, did it you. in the club. During hours. Aren't those some lyrics to, like, a bomb song, like, in the club? <laughs> I'm sure. And I'm, I play them <laughs> in the club. But... <laughs> But to have the podcast and it's full-blown music behind you, it's dancers oh. walking up to you like, oh my God, Raquel, are you working? No. They, <laughs> um, hold on. <laughs> they didn't cut any background music? No. This. No. We sounds like chaos. Yeah. We eventually started and we went into the basement to do it. But every time a dancer would walk into the dressing room, the There's host a- would be like, oh my God, I love her. Let's talk to her for 30 seconds. And it was so like... I have ADHD, and I was like, I need a nap. I can't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So let's let's not skate over that there's a basement in the club. Well, that's where the dressing room is. Oh. And the kitchen, but they keep getting fired, so. Oh. It's no kitchen right now. Oh, the cooks keep getting fired. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like third-party type deal. It's weird. Fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. Oops. I don't need to uh, preach about that too much, because... We all know how I feel about firing people. I don't know how you oh, feel. Oh. <laughs> Union. Unionize. Okay, can I U- be so honest? Unionize America. <laughs> I'll be so for real. I don't even know what that means. And I know that I drive past the... This could be a good topic because I drive past <laughs> the protests and uh, I the work union with... protests? Yep. Okay. Like at GM and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? GM? Okay. And I work with a couple people... Um, oops that also worked at GM, and they were going to these protests. I was like, good for you guys. Protests, 
Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I have no idea what they're fighting for. (laughs) I'm just like, I'll honk a little bit. Good luck. But I don't know what's going on. They don't have any signs kind of stating their stance, like vote no on. For sure. But for what? (laughs) That's that's a good question. I I also can't, uh, I can't really give any more depth. No, union, uh, workers unions are just like. It's basically an organization that uh, gives you more rights as a worker. So if you're okay. part of a union, uh, you can do things like your boss for one can't fire you for trying to get in a union. So if you're trying to organize, you know they can't fire you for that. But since we're a state where you can backdoor someone and be like, yeah, no, they were late like eight years ago, so that's why we're firing them. Oh, you can know, it's you like do that? At, at will employment, yeah. So if they mm, find out crazy. you're trying to unionize, they can just find anything. They for can be real? like, they can be like, well, you know, she poured a drink wrong or whatever the fuck you know what i mean because i do some things wrong so i'm oh, sorry yeah, no, so you're union for sure go union yeah yeah <laughs> unionize but uh another, one of the bigger perks is like if you if you want like more money right right now you have to go to your boss and be like i want more money yeah right but right. like if if it's something where your particular job is underpaid or you feel like you're having more work added without the benefits of additional pay, you can kind of sit down with the group and be like, hey, go to your union organizer and be like, or your rep and be like, hey, so what are we going to do about this money thing? There's a union rep. Who do they work for? You. Me. I'm not paying. Am I paying them? Yeah. Union dues. Union dues. Okay. It's, it's my average is probably <laughs> like 45 50 a month. So, <laughs> so really, if it comes down to it, you can be like, hey, these union dues are fucking killing me. Let's... Just give me an extra dollar an hour, and it's going to pay for the shit, like, oh, okay. a week, every week. I'm down. I'm, I mean, sold. <laughs> okay. Union, hashtag unionize America. Woo. That was my horn on the way by protest. <laughs> wow, I do those a lot. Do you? Yep. Shout out to our bar staff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hell yeah. Uh well, uh, it's been a while since we've actually had a chance to sit down and talk, so... For real. Um, people are going to be hearing a catch-up convo, you know. Okay, and I had a question for you, because I picked up a snake today. And I was like, shout out Jarrell, because I would <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Hell yeah. Randy and I were on a walk, and I was like, no way. I hope that is not actually a stick, because it was, like, moving a little. And I just picked it up. Unfortunately, Randy was like... I think he's probably going to eat it, so I let it go. <laughs> and Randy is your dog. For sure. Just, yep. I should have clarified so that. Amer- just so Randy American going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, not, he's not a Steve-O character. He's a dog. That'd be a cute name for a dog. Ta- Tony Hawk's dog's name. I don't know that this is true because I looked it up one time. I couldn't find it. But somebody, <laughs> somebody told me that his dog's name was Cop Car. Cop Car? Cop Car. So his son was just outside like, Cop Car. <laughs> Cop car. And everyone's like, oh, good looks. <laughs> Shout out Tony Hawk. Shout out Tony Hawk for literally the good lifetime look. of inside jokes. That is good shit. Yeah, that one's good. But anyways, thank you for playing sna- with snakes and animals when we were younger. Because now I feel like I genuinely enjoy it outside. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, it's, I mean... That's one of the cool things about gr- yeah. Don't worry about that too much. Like I heard okay, you pop good. it and go ooh, ooh like yeah. Ryan was on the podcast drinking out of a core bottle, and then he was sitting a here playing bottle. with it. Yeah, like water bottle. 
with the pop top. Then okay. he was sitting here crinkling. I'm like, dude, you're oh, on the, the fucking podcast, not the dude. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I He's my, like, oh, yeah, sorry. My it's potato like, chips, too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's... As long as we take, like, 10 seconds of audio of you crinkling it, I think I can eliminate the background noise. No way. I don't know. I'm early, oh, I'm early in my audio editing career, so it can It can probably <laughs> be done, kidding. but I don't know how to isolate that. <laughs> Spend six hours on Google. It's fine. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Well, lately, I've been kind of nerding out on, like, just random shit. Random shit. So I'll literally... Do you know about Google Scholar? Nope. It's this, uh, you can actually get, like, scientific papers that are published. You just put in Google Scholar, right? And then it's a whole different Google. So if you're trying to look up, like, It's like legit... the web, web for nerds. For nerds, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's intense. What'd you it's, call it? Uh, Google Scholar. Okay. Uh-huh. Not doing it right now. I'm adding it Going to my notes. Oh, it's bam. crazy how many notes I have. Bam. Are you... Like, do you go through your notes, or do you just collect them? Um, sometimes. My biggest fear is that somebody will find these notes. <laughs> and I, I have actual, like, I journal every day, too. I'd rather them find that. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. The, for sure. I, you know, I'm in therapy. Why not? Well, I mean, who isn't? Well, I'm not, but well, <laughs> I should be. I should be. I, I'm promoting <laughs> therapy. You see that video of Boozy promoting crack? I did, yeah. Okay. I did. <laughs> that's good. That I, was my boozy, but I'm promoting therapy. I also was it him that was also promoting uh, starting a GoFundMe for the dudes that beat Six Nine's ass. <laughs> was it? I don't know, but I might <laughs> subscribe to that too. <laughs> yeah, which I think that was kind of fake because Six Nine he was alone in the gym. I don't even know what you're talking about. Takashi, the rainbow-haired fucking scream rapper. This is he dead? Blood? No, he no. He's alive. Isn't 6 9 He's the one that ratted on all of his boys. What'd they do? I'm just kidding. Um, I mean. 6 9 Is he the <laughs> one? Uh, get it. Is that him? Who's that? No, uh, that's no, Lil something. Yeah, I think that's Lil Uzi Vert you're thinking of. No, that's not Lil Uzi. He's no? the diamond in his forehead. J. Cole wrote a diss track on him. Oh, of uh. Her- Fucking with your funky little rap name, but what yeah. is his funky little rap name? That was, uh, <laughs> god damn it. He did a song with Kanye. You, you brought up J. Cole and it just brought You're so much to my Lil fucking... Pump. Lil Pump, that's Lil right, Pump. Lil Pump. Alright, so I don't know who 6ix9ine is. Takashi 6ix9ine. Here, I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, my goodness. My hairdresser used to love him. And it was funny because she's like this suburban mom. <laughs> is suburban a word? It is. Okay. I just see <laughs> Kodak Black vehicle. in my head. <laughs> That's what I thought. That yeah, guy. that one. Yeah, that guy. I just hear Kodak Black in my head. I'm a suburban dude. I'm a suburban <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like suburbs, uh, oh. got three kids. You know, she curls her hair every day, looks like she smells like Old Navy maybe, and she's like, I love 6 9 Oh my god. <laughs> looks like she smells like Old Navy. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? I by do. That? Okay. I do. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay. I'm a kid of the 90s. Yeah, see. <laughs> She, wait, so let's go back to she curls her hair every day, like with the little plastic? Um, no, with a big, giant curling air, okay. iron, so okay. it looks like all tousled. Because I was getting a vision of like an 80s woman her name living is in the modern day. Yeah, not that one. Oh, I know Margie, what else. Huh? Her name is Margie. Hell yeah, shout out Margie. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing, bing. 
<laughs> Sorry. Hell yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's just natural. Yeah, it is. I see you looking for the button, and there's no button for here. For real. <laughs> oh my God, my brain is moving. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. It's been uh, been a minute since we talked, like more than just like a couple minutes. For sure. So catch me up on what's been going on since like the whole COVID shit. What's oh, what's changed? Wow. Not well. Let's not talk about COVID unless you want to talk about. No, I'm not going to talk about COVID. But, but like since, since COVID has happened since 2019 to now, what's changed with different? Um, I only had one job when COVID hit, and um, I think that scared me. And three tattoos. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they were all, like, super innocent tattoos. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, since then, now I have three or four jobs, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, I'll I, say four. Yeah. Two jobs in one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot sit still. I don't know what that's about, but you I... You just said it was ADHD. You had, for right? sure. It is ADHD <laughs> bad. Oh, my God. I can't. Um, and I don't even want medicine for it. <laughs> Well, no, because it makes you less productive. That wouldn't right? make any sense to be like... Then I wouldn't have three or four jobs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wouldn't make any sense to be like, I'm a very productive person. How do so I How do I, I do remedy that? this? Look, I got my new balances on. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Still rocking new balance. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did so much today. <laughs> uh, That's fine. Um. So yeah, three or four jobs, Um. bunch of tattoos. And what's crazy is I got those in a span of like a year. Yeah. Real quick. It happened quick. Yeah. Uh, and then they'd be like, oh, you're my last appointment of the day. I was like, well, now I'm going to make another one right now. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so let me, are you clear tomorrow morning? <laughs> yep. Like at open. <laughs> or I just have them stay later. I'm like, what else do you want to put on me? Open your books. Do that right now. <laughs> I did that in Chicago twice. Uh, Grand Rapids last time. He's just like, you just want whatever? Go ahead. Just fucking... <laughs> Put I'm a gambler. Yep. It's in my blood. Um, I'm most proud of, though, I do have to say it's not my best tattoo because it's one of his first. But uh, do you know Cookies, the brand? Like of the weed and the clothes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of their designers is on my leg. Like, he did the tattoo. Oh, shit. Went to Miami for that one. Shout out. Right? Shout Seb, out Cookies designer. Sebzilla. Um, super proud of that one. But. I don't think before COVID I would have ever been like, I'm going to fly to Miami and get a tattoo. Why? What's the last one I mean? Um, what changed? Well, I think I was not other, self-aware. Other than cheap flights. Not self-aware. I think sitting in the house for way too long with myself. Okay. It was like, it's me and me now. Because I was fresh out of a relationship. And when I do that, I go no contact. Like, you try to get a hold of me, you can send your pigeons, but it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> for real so i went hard no contact and then america was like by the way don't leave and i'm like all right but i got shit to do right so that hit <laughs> and now it's just like i'm so i feel like dangerously self-aware people will be talking to me and i'll just be like oh don't do that because i'm not gonna like it and i hold grudges so dangerously self well <laughs> and they're like oh okay i but mean it's just a warning I thought you were going to say it's just a woman thing. Well, well sometimes. What, being self-aware? No. Because we could argue grudges. that, too. Holding oh. grudges. <coughs> no, but yeah, feel free to argue. What's, let's we probably say, will I, at some point. Okay. Not on purpose, <laughs> but I'm just going to try to... <laughs> no, that's fine. Keep it real. At that's, a point. That's what the shit's about. See, exactly. What did you just say? Sometimes I lose it. 
You You're thought it was a woman thing. You're talking the wrong motherfucker. I know, for real. Okay. <laughs> you said you, you thought it was a woman thing. What was a woman thing? What did I say? Oh, holding grudges. Oh, holding grudges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to get into mental health, I was also diagnosed with BPD Ooh. a couple weeks ago. What is that? Bipolar disorder. Oh, bipolar. Okay, yeah. yeah. And my dad's all scared about it. He's looking up the symptoms and, like, what um, triggers it. He's like, you probably shouldn't drink. You probably shouldn't do this. You should take walks outside. I'm like, Dad... I'm not going <laughs> to. Matt. I, it's all right. I know you're going to be listening to this, so I just want you to know. It doesn't matter if you're diagnosed or not. You drink a little alcohol, and you're a new oh, person. God. So For real. Bipolar is just, it comes with the alcohol. You know, <laughs> it's just a symptom of drinking. For real. And it's not, I mean, I feel like everybody's bipolar a little bit, but I also feel like everybody's gay, so I'm not a good source. That's, I'll push back on that. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Which one? I'm uh, being gay. I might oh, be, I might be in the minority here. Everybody does, and I'm like, no, I'm no. <laughs> Everybody pushes back, and you're like, nah, nigga, listen, <laughs> listen. For real. I went to Google Scholar and I read a paper. <laughs> There's got to be one. Oh, I'm looking it up. I, I put I'm, Google Scholar in my notes. So there's. Uh, I saw <laughs> something one time about seventy. Okay, I don't know the exact number. Somewhere in this range of seventy percent of females are bisexual. Now, okay. whether that means they've acted on it or they've had fantasies of acting on it, they you know would self. I don't know if they'd self-diagnose because I haven't talked to all of them or not. What is this diagnose? Self-identify. Yeah, that's a I new think. word in the zeitgeist. Yeah. How do you identify? Are you asking me? No, no, I'm just saying. Okay. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let me ask you. How do you identify? Um, I think pansexual. Sorry, Dad. Oh, no, Matt. I know. I've never said that before. You know, I came out to Brandon, and he goes, yeah, I think we could have guessed that. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Wow. Okay. It was bi, but let me explain the difference. Dad. Um, yeah, yeah. Hold on, Matt. Let's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bear with me. Well, not that this Let's not gonna... jump to conclusions. Well. He's not here. No, he's not. <laughs> I can edit, I can edit this out. You haven't signed the release yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, bisexual <laughs> is like I'm attracted to... Wait, I think I'm something different. It was crazy. But I'll explain both. <laughs> bisexual is you're attracted to men and women. Pan is just like... Whatever. Attracted to man, woman, whether it's they're born as else. Yeah, or just whatever. Or whatever. Right? Yeah. But I think there's like... Maybe it's demisexual where it's not the like sexual acts you're attracted to it's like the conversations and like their vibe you're attracted to I thought that and it was doesn't asexual. matter asexual is like you're not into sex at all i thought that's how a friend came out to me one time anyways as asexual i was like what does that mean and she was like i'm just not into it no matter what i'm like okay but i don't really know so without digging into your friend was Oops. is that trauma related or is that i think at the time it was trauma related Okay. Which I totally understand. Yeah, 100%. Um, We're actually going to... I'm not going to pause it, but I'm I'm going to let it roll. I'm just going to move that wire out of your way. Oh. They're going to hear some jumbling. Oops. It's going to happen. Oop. Velcro strap. I was in such a hurry to set up, I didn't even fucking... That's okay. I move a lot. <laughs> that's, that's fine. If you listen to Grandpa's podcast, he was fucking... Bumping this mic 
every 10 seconds it felt like. I just kept looking at it like, how? It's out of the way. How? It's out of the way. I strapped all the wires up so he's not bumping the wires, and he was still somehow bumping the mic. All right, I'm back on mic. So, if, yeah. you, if okay, so let's say, um, I have so many questions. I've about, never like, had a girlfriend. I'm just going to really? say that, so I don't have, no. Okay. I, um, I mean, I've gone on dates with one girl, but it didn't really go anywhere because we were so alike that it's like, you know, we're not even really compatible. <laughs> It just can't be two of us. <laughs> like like a movie date or um, just like, like okay, just go do shit. I fumbled on the first one because we went bar hopping. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, that That's not. Right. Not first date material. But we no. work together too. So it's like I already know you. I see you every day. And she was finally like, do you want to um, go to, I'm not going to say the bar we went to, on Sunday? I'm like, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God. I never thought. Okay. So we did that. <laughs> Um, and then the second time was cuter. We went to High Caliber, which is like a axe throwing and like oh, yeah. foaling place. Hell that yeah. was fun, but she, way too alike. Oh, okay, I was just gonna ask—is she the one that was alike? Yeah. So like, let's just paint a picture. Six months in, you'd have been wearing matching shirts and shit to work. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which nothing wrong with that. Can't no. But like, that's not what I'm it. attracted to. I just felt like it would have been weird. That would have been a lot. I do love me some me, but not like that. That would have been a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would have been a lot. Huh. Well, you don't have to tell people where you work, but what do you do for your uh, three slash four jobs, depending um, on how you want to look at it? During my day job, my um, I sell alcohol, so I pretty much just bartend. Or no, no, sorry. Bar hop. Mm-hmm. Throughout the day, like, hey. As a rep? Have some of this, yeah. And then they're like, oh, dope. I'm going to try it right now. Do you want some, too? And I'm like, yeah. Fuck, yeah. It's 8 o'clock, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No, they really do that. And they don't even think twice about it. Um, Good. (laughs) So I do that. I just, I love my day job because I can just wake up, decide where I want to go, and go there uh, throughout throughout Michigan. You don't plan routes or anything like that ahead of time? Uh, Loosely in the beginning of the week. But um, it kind of changes once the week goes on, like, someone at this bar will be like, oh, yeah, my friend at this bar wants your this. And I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to go there now. Run over there. Yep. Um, so I just kind of, like, let it go with the flow now. Um, but my other jobs, I bartend at two jobs, and then one of the two jobs is a strip club. I bartend and DJ there. Are we talking, you don't even have to name it, but is uh, the Love Boutique in it? No, not okay. that one. Okay. That one can't have a bar because it's uh, Oh, fuck, that's nude. right. That's right. I forgot. So this one's just topless. I knew that. I don't know how I uh, forgot that. But it's right downtown and... Um, People would have to drink in the parking lot before they go in there. It's oh just God, even they, sketchier. They do that. I I had a flat tire one night because I ran over a Patron bottle. It completely completely slashed my tire. A whole bottle? A whole bottle. It broke under the tire. I know exactly who was drinking it, too. I was so mad. Fuck. <laughs> And you're not even paying for the shots I pour you. Here's what you do: you hand them a tab, and when they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Be like, "My tire it's for a new Michelin, bitch." <laughs> my tire. <laughs> I'm gonna write it mean? in with pen myself. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So I just uh, can I have my tab? Absolutely. Nine hundred dollars. Sure. I've been waiting for this <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Brandon at the door. Yeah. 
What was that finger point for? I didn't know if I was supposed to say that or not. He's on the door. Brandon? Yep. Why can't you? I don't know. He's I haven't asked him if it's like out or what. Some I people mean, think that working there is embarrassing. And I only say that because of how many people ask me questions like, I can see so that. So what does your dad think? I'm like, about what? <laughs> um, Obama. About is, me balling out? What oh, do you, what right, do you right. mean? Exactly. I'm like, relax. Not, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, or just questions like that. I had my nail tech. He goes... <laughs> You must try to keep that a secret from the dudes you date because they would be like, oh, who, what guy touched you at work today? I'm like, nobody touches me. I'm literally <laughs> pouring you a drink. And what are you saying? That is such a creepy thing to say. I mean, if they touch me, <laughs> that's because they're too eager to take this drink out of my hand, bro. Like, right. what, do you, what the fuck? People are always asking, like, why don't you dance? And my answer is always, because I, I can't. <laughs> well, <laughs> that one too, but... <laughs> I just always tell them, because I really enjoy this three feet of bar in between us. <laughs> Damn. They're like... Cold. Oh, well, ew. <laughs> and I mean, I love all the dancers. Which is COVID. But at the same... <laughs> for real, I'll be like six feet. What What do you want? Coors Light, okay, here. <laughs> Carry on. Go talk to a dancer upstairs. <laughs> or downstairs, uh, whatever's going on. Whatever, wherever you want to go, just go. <laughs> so, yeah. Hell yeah. There's that. Yeah, so um, you got any funny stories, strange stories, crazy shit that's um, happened? Someone got shot last week at, in the head. At your club? Yeah. What? Did it was, he, it did, was out front. I'm assuming it's a he. Yeah. Did he survive? <laughs> that was the craziest answer I could have given. Okay. Um, <laughs> we can assume no. If I had to answer, I would say no. But according to the, like, everything that's on the internet, he's stable. I said, how? I'm not going to go into detail, but when I saw that man, he was not alive. <laughs> Listen. But when I read it, he's stable and he's fine. You don't have to go into detail. I'm just going to make a statement here. Yep. <clears throat> and it, it might be biased. It's definitely not racist, but it's definitely biased. Most of those motherfuckers toting those fucking... I don't know what you want to call them, yeet cannons now? Is right. that is that the term? Fair. Those guys toting those yeet cannons more than likely don't get to the range to shoot them. A lot of them I've seen. I was just telling uh, Bree about this yesterday. A guy, I'm not going to name him, but a guy I used to work with, big dude, huge guy, like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, nine, six, nine, shout out. <laughs> <Hello>. Fucking, <laughs> fucking huge, like 285 minimum. Probably like 325, honestly. But anyway. He was like, we were talking about Desert Eagles or something. He was like, yeah, have you ever shot one? I was like, no. He's like, you ever held one? I'm like, yeah, you know, just looking in the gun store or whatever. He's like, you want to check mine out? I was like, I mean, yeah. We, like, where is it? You know, I just kind of gave him that look like, yeah, I'd check it out. Right. And he just lifts his shirt and pulls out this Stop. Desert Eagle. I swear to God. Huge. He was he, he was concealed carrying a fucking Desert Eagle. I swear to God. Somebody okay. Somebody, they would do that at the club, and that's why we have Brandon on door now because our door guys weren't doing anything. I had this dude. <laughs> he should have like set it on the bar or something, but I'm I'm trying to hand him his shot, and his hands are full. So he goes here, hold this. Swear to God, he hands me his gun. <laughs> Hilarious. So that he could take his shots. I'm like, uh, no. Why are you in here with that? So I'm like, Paul. <laughs> Come his security. <laughs> like, hello. What? <laughs> Here, hold this. Just reckless with it. Like, let's 
let's just please assume I'm crazy and not do that. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's make a joke about it because it makes it better. The shots he gave you it handed to the dancers him, upstairs too. The shots you gave him were the only shots he was taking that night. Oh, for one sure. way, one way or another, he's like, I am not <laughs> taking any shots tonight, unless it's out of a glass. I should have just unloaded it right there. <laughs> for real, <laughs> <laughs> he'd have been like, God damn, take the slide oh, off. <laughs> I didn't mean unload it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have taken the, yeah, he'd have taken the long way home for sure, contemplating Dang. what just happened. Be like, I sh- honestly should have asked her how she took that apart because I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing with this. <laughs> like, thanks. Can you do that one more time? <laughs> That's funny. As he's filming. Yeah. So no that... photos in the club. Sorry. <laughs> Please. There's a sign on the door. <laughs> there is. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, got handed a gun. Guy got shot last yeah. week. Oh, I didn't mean for that to be the only two stories I told. No, no. It's you... pretty fun, honestly. I mean, you tell as many as you want. I am all ears. Um, I can pause here in a minute and go grab a beer too, because I'm about out of coffee. So. Oh, nice. If. Can I have one? I, they're Guinness. What is it? Yeah. Okay. You want a Guinness? That's so crazy you said that, because that's a girl I went on a date. That's her favorite drink, and I just had one. And I really? Was like, oh, shout out. I fucking love Guinness. Her. Guinness is my shit. Favorite beer. Shout out Guinness. The, yeah, they're actually all right. What? All right. I'll just, I'll just say all right, because I don't like beer. Period. Like, if I'm drinking a beer, it's because I'm trying not to drink anything else. Like, I'm trying not to take That's fair. six tequila shots. That's fair. <laughs> um, so I'll be like, yeah, just a Corona for me, thanks. And I'll sip it because I don't like it. I don't um, like Corona? No. And I'll make it even worse, put some salt in it. Oh, that yeah. Why the fuck would for you? For what? I think I saw someone do it. <laughs> right? Don't people do it? No. <laughs> oh. Well, I also put... Um, <laughs> You're thinking of a margarita. Yeah, for sure. Margarita, Bloody Mary. I do like a Bloody Mary, but... Bloody Marys aren't um, bad. You put Amaretto in a Corona, that's good. I could see that. It tastes like Dr. Pepper. Honestly, I prefer a lemon over lime if I'm going to drink a Corona with a a citrus wedge. Yeah, same with the tequila shot. I think the lime makes it worse. It does. What do you do? Salt, shot... Wait, hold on. I usually just shoot, but if I have the option, then I actually uh, will shoot. Lick the salt, and then bite the lemon. See, I sandwich the shot in there, which I know is backwards. No, I, I think that's the right one, way to do it. And then shot, and then another. I think is that's it? the right way to do it. Is, is I think you go salt, tequila, lime. Okay. Which I don't know who all is listening, but they're probably screaming right now. Like that's. Oh, somebody's mad. As a bartender, I have somebody's no idea mad. what's going on. I could tell you all the colors of Johnny Walker and not like random shit, <laughs> but someone would be like, oh my God, how are you supposed to do this? I have no idea because I just put it in me. Bitch, like, listen. I, I, no, not you. I'm just. No, it's <laughs> 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 Bitch, listen. You're like, Bitch, you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's what I do. Oh, okay. Or like the blowjob shots. Of course, those are popular. Yeah, I can um, see that. They always ask me how to do it. Well, I thought I did think that one was obvious, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, do whatever you want. I mean, there's also those people that um, they just want to ask because it's funny to ask. Yeah. So how do you do it? How do oh, you do yeah, what? The, the blowjob shot? Yeah, yeah. How do you? <laughs> yeah, they'll do that. You just shoot Do it. you want to take one? Can I buy you one? <laughs> Can you buy me a blowjob? Sir, we are not Sir. <laughs> selling those. Sir, let me... <laughs> Let me remind you that there's three feet between me and you at this bar, and it's exactly. gonna it's, that's that's gonna be the closest we are uh, tonight. Yeah, I love that line. Yeah, 
That's shout out to Nick Miller. I was going to shout him out earlier. Do you watch New Girl? What is it? What? Oh my god! I, TV show. I'm two assuming? Nick Miller quotes. I was holding back today. Uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, damn. Shoot him out. I canceled my Netflix. God, what? Because they took off. Oh my god, New Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang, I can't even watch that anymore. <laughs> All right, I don't know how I'm going to watch that anymore, but Nick Miller is my favorite man on the planet. Well, second to Phil Dunphy. Who's? Come on. What? Listen, I, I'm... Oh, my God. Raquel. Modern Family. You... Modern Family. Yeah. Claire, she better keep him locked in the house. Phil. Listen, you know how I grew <laughs> up, okay? Yeah. I don't have... You still watching soap operas? Or... No, no, that's <laughs> okay. I didn't even do that. I was always outside. Yeah, true. That's where I was going is I don't have any pop culture references oh, or anything dang. like that because, like, I just didn't watch media. Damn. All right, yeah. well, my first Nick Miller quote was when you were talking about the union. He is roommates with his ex-girlfriend and three other men. Okay. They live in a loft. And, um... Okay. She Ballin'? is... Yeah. In, like, I don't know, L.A., Los Angeles, I don't know. Anyways. More balling? Right. I could be lying. It's like Chicago. I don't know. But Still balling. <laughs> I love Chicago. Anyways, <laughs> Jess, his ex-girlfriend, goes on a date. And she's like, I cannot tell this man I live with my ex-boyfriend. Like, that's a negative no matter how you put it. And he's like, no, it's not. Tell him I'm gay. She's like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't lie. Right. <laughs> she barges in the door and she's like, chit, er. <laughs> Nick, you're gay. You're gay. I was called him by his gay alter ego. <laughs> Anyways, he's like, okay, I can be gay. And he's he cannot lie to save his life. So he needs like a false character to play. Okay. I can respect this guy. <laughs> he's telling him, he's like, I'm a bear. I'm, a, I'm like a masculine gay man. <laughs> and I have a brother who's against it. Chip. And Chip was a union guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his gay alter. So you know Chip is a badass because he's probably working in a steel mill somewhere. Oh, I think it was a steel mill. <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> Shout out Nick Miller Shout and out. Chip. I mean, whatever. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, that's... uh. Oh, and then my other one was the... He's also a bartender. That three feet line is his. Oh, really? Whatever. <laughs> oh, I just, I just came up with it on the spot. Nope. Well... Shout out Nick Miller. I mean... Whoever the writers were, that was some good workshopping because, I mean, I ain't never seen this shit. That's right? real, that's real I, life shit. I think you'd really like it. And, well, I think you'd like Modern Family more. It's more controversial. Not controversial, but they just In have, like, way? little little jabs and it's like, wait, I shouldn't laugh at that, but they do. Oh, yeah, I love that type of shit. Yeah, there's a lot of that. That might be my favorite type of humor is when it's like, I probably, <sighs> probably going to hurt his feelings and make him think about this for... The yeah, next couple like years. I, I hope you think about that one before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> every line. night. I just watched the one where Phil realized he's attracted to black women. He's like, I don't know what it is, but every time I'm around her, her, and her, I just get like so, like butterflies and intimidated. And he goes, Wait a minute. <laughs> and then it cuts. <laughs> and we're like, Wait, the... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. I don't even know these people, but I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm already sold on the show. <laughs> Phil is my favorite. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. I don't remember what we were, how we got off on that. Uh, beer. 
Oh, yeah. I'm lying, but that's no, what's on my no, mind No, no, it now. is, because then it oh, went Guinness. to the three-foot rule. Yep. You're right, Guinness. I thought you were going to say that that was the chick's name that you'd want out on a... I was going to say, all right, cool. Hell yeah. Guinness. Shout out Guinness. Do you have two vapes in rotation? Um, Actually, I have Wow, three. there's a third. This one's, yeah, this one's burnt. Strawberries and cream breeze. I don't recommend it. Blue Raz, it's my go-to. I got this, uh, there it is, strawberry kiwi melon Mr. Vapor a couple weeks ago. It's not that good, but I've been milking it. Actually, Bree asked me if I could throw it out because it's been laying around the last couple days. I was like, I'm going to finish it up on this podcast. Dang. The only ones I ever hit, and I used to hit them a lot, uh, gum mint. Gum mint? It was the same one every time. Why? Never changed it up. Um, I don't know. Fresh. Maybe. Like, I, my biggest fear is that I smell bad. Sometimes I do it on purpose. Like, I won't wear deodorant. Like, <laughs> Respectable. If I'm waitressing for real i'll purposely smell bad i'm like you have one second to hug me before you realize i don't want to do that again <laughs> perfect don't do it again <laughs> this is my little line in the sand <laughs> yeah but that sounds so disgusting but anyways don't touch mm-hmm. me um no it doesn't <laughs> okay it, it sounds but strategic my it is Tactical. my biggest fear is that like not on purpose i'm gonna smell bad so the gum mint was like what if my breath smells bad maybe this helps it doesn't oh, no no vapor doesn't seem to it doesn't do Neither that. Neither does coffee. It's a mental thing. I agree. Do you drink coffee? Yeah, now I do. Um, I mix it with my protein. What? Drink in the morning. Yeah. Like, that's what I use as creamer. That's a fucking game changer. It is. Sometimes I can have that for breakfast, like, if it's a long day. I'm like, I'm not going to have time to eat. That's what I do. Holy fuck. That's yep. a game changer. You heard it here first. Protein creamer. Yes. Bomb. I haven't even tried it. Because I don't like dairy milk, like cow milk. I do the oat milk stuff, and that shit is expensive. Not cheap. I'm not pouring all not that cheap. in my coffee. You fuck with almond milk? Yeah, but... Not any cheaper. The con- conservationist in me doesn't, because he uses way more water than yeah. actual dairy milk does. I can see that. So, Which we can dig into that, too, in a little bit. But before I forget, I actually put a note on the phone. We were talking about you bartending. Oh, yeah. What do you think of all this controversy going on with Bud Light Bud right Light. now? Um, I think that... Hold on. Hold on. Let me gather my thoughts real quick. That's fine. I think that it doesn't matter, and it's funny to me that... So there's a nickname, right? The Snowflakes usually applies to the leftist people who are... I'd say extreme left. For sure. But... Like... It's thrown like, around often to people who are easily triggered. Yes. And I feel like people are awfully easily triggered <laughs> by this, right? Like, it's not like Bud Light's sending you a rainbow pride flag to your front door. <laughs> relax, can I drink my fucking beer? Or no. And this dude came up to me, asked me for a Coors Light. And I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for his, you know, yep. bark. Here it comes. He goes, hey, I identify as a man. Is that okay? I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Can I, <laughs> can I open your beer? I said, no, I don't like that. <laughs> he goes, oh, I can't, I can't even be a man now. And he's like mumbling under his breath. He goes, what can I identify as? I said, just don't be a man at this point. <laughs> I was just trying to make him mad. I don't really feel like that. But he was just so easily, like, he was waiting to be mad at that no, all day. <laughs> that's, I mean, I'm on board. I feel like what you should have done is asked him what his job was. And then when he's like, you know, I I lay bricks or something. Been like, then identify as a bricklayer. 
fair. He's, or a patron because you're in a bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> identify as a patron. No, nah, he said some bullshit. He goes, I identify as a tiger. And then he does this rawr pause at me. I'm like, oh, see, that's why I don't like that. Don't. <laughs> Fucking pot at you. Take your course light. Go sit down. It seems to me like you might identify as an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> oh, he did get kicked out at the end of the night, too. Yeah, so yeah. He got carried out, actually, because he kept falling asleep. And, um I had a good one-liner, I'll tell you, on his way out. He kept telling me I looked bored. And I don't know why he said that, because it's Saturday. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm training a new server. My bar is full, and it's only two of us there. I'm not bored. <laughs> Bitch, I'm busy. <laughs> so I'm bit booked and busy. So I finally got mad enough. I was like, I need you to stop. Uh, what I said? I need you to stop um, commenting on my appearance every two seconds. <laughs> and then as he's getting carried out, I said, you look boring. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? He was real drunk. I don't even think he compre- like comprehended what was happening because he had just woken up and fell asleep behind my computer. Even though- <laughs> but you look really boring. And he then wakes he gets up carried out of the off. bar. <laughs> even better. Yeah. But even anyways, I'm, I'm not hurt by it. I think, okay, is it the fact that they put a rainbow on their can or is it the, the face? Fa- the face. See, but, I'm stupid because I had no idea what the face even was, but I was. What's the face of the learned today? The guy that the female, well, not even female, because female would be biologic, right? Her biolo- his. Well, what do they identify as now? A she. Okay, so. For her. one whole year, her, yeah. She made the transition 365 days oh, before right. they, they did would, the. Okay, that's what they did it for. Yeah. Okay, I, but I maybe it's because I have three jobs. But why do people care about that? I don't even know. I'm not stressed about it. Here, let me. We can dig into this for a minute, then we'll take a break and go get a beer. Cause okay. I'd like to. Cause Greg and Brandon, and I would just. I feel like we'd all align, but we'd just start roasting, which is fine. I mean, that's how you get over shit is you bring humor to it, right? But, for sure. But. But there's truth behind every joke. So let's talk about it. Well, not always. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's just punny. You know, mm-hmm. but I think personally, because there's such a broad spectrum of a way to look at it, right? Like you can look at it and be like, all right, these people, they, they identified their masculinity with this beer, right? They tied their masculinity <laughs> to this beer somehow. Yeah. Right. And then you've got the people that that's their drink of choice. You know, like you got Budweiser guys, Bud Light guys, Bush guys, whatever. You got Jack Daniels, motherfuckers, fireball guys. You got mm-hmm. the people that are in the fan club. <clears throat> I don't know where, where, oh, I, where I just lost my train of thought. But anyway, so you've got all these. <laughs> you said you, Gregory, and Brandon will be on the same line. But be oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there. okay, yeah. So I think I think more than anything, what it mainly is, is um, most of America that identifies with being, I don't want to say macho because that's not really what it is, but they, they somehow tie their masculinity to the fact that, one, they drink beer, right? I know one of these, yeah. You're describing them pretty well. Yeah, but then also the fact that they drink Bud Light. You know, they might buy a case and be proud of the fact they drank all 15 of them or whatever. You know? For sure. But on the opposite side, an argument I would have for a woman to be like, ah, you know, I'm not a fan of this either, would be, one, they've never put the face of a woman on their can. They've never had a woman spokesmodel unless she was like, 
extremely attractive, right? And they're putting her in commercials Can or something. Can I stop you there, though? 100%. Because they just did. Oh, did they? Well, the same one we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. That's yeah. just my. I'm talking prior. Right. Right. So, like prior to this, Oops. there's never been a biological female, born female. Right. However you want to say it, I don't know the terminology because, like you, I don't let all the shit bother me. And if somebody, if I address them wrong, or they're like, "Hey, I prefer you not use that pronoun," that's cool. But if you're gonna shove it down my throat, like we're not gonna be talking in general. You know what I mean? Like if every yeah. couple seconds you're like reminding me that you know you've transitioned and now you're into fucking hello kitty shit or whatever you know what i mean that's that's a different conversation i would have with somebody that's transitioned but is like you know not doing it for attention or anything like they're doing it to feel better you know yeah if that makes sense but i think a lot of the the outrage is literally because right now in america and i want to get your opinion on this we don't have anything really, I mean, look at the Russia-Ukraine shit. That's the closest we have to, like, turmoil or any sort of, like, uh, unifying event. And even that's not unifying because we're not engaged in that war and we're not, I mean, we are, but we're not, like, our army isn't. Yeah. But we also don't have anything going on here. Like, we've got all this time to worry about, you know, how many likes a post gets or what somebody, like, a company is doing to make moves to try and broaden their customer base you know yeah we should have something going on here like (laughs) environmentally i feel like people are lacking hard Um, hard yeah like pretty aggressively um so we should we have opportunity to do all of that but i feel like i don't even want to get into that side of it but like um (sighs) we're being distracted somehow yeah, see, like, there are things going on, like, uh, if we wanted to talk about the railroad derailings and all of that, that um, things are happening, but I feel like America generally doesn't, like, what are we going to do? Not anymore. There was a time when I feel like America was very good at being like, all right, we've got to unify and figure this, figure out a solution to this problem. And I feel like now it's just kind of become uh, somebody will get to it. Or instead of actually, like you were talking about, people protesting. Instead of actually protesting, they cry about it online to people they're never going to meet or don't have any more power than them. Yeah, which obviously that does still do something because <laughs> it can. Trump got Lil Wayne out of jail. I mean, it can. I'll say shout out for that, I guess. And he but. he pardoned Kodak Black. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'll say thank you for that too. Um, but social media is unfortunately like where what millennials. I don't think I'm millennial, but we're millennials. Okay, I think it's born after 1990 is a millennial. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like that's where most of us live, and. Um, is on social media, unfortunately. Not so much you, because you've got things going on I'm back outside. on social media. But, see? And you read things online and, like, Google Scholar. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that. Shout um, out Google Scholar. Yeah. So I feel like thing, people just think that things will be done like that. Um, but it's like, it doesn't really... It's hard because you could post something and it won't hold any weight if the wrong person, if the right person is not looking at it. That's true. So you could be posting like gold 
it never matters because <laughs> it's <laughs> who saw it. <laughs> or you get the wrong attention because you're coming about it in a way that makes people immediately want to either retract or... It's like texting. There's no emotion behind texting. And I get sassy as hell sometimes. You could text me on my way. I'm like, on my way. Why'd you say it like that? What the fuck you mean? Right. Right. No LOL. It has no tone. Like, that's why for a second there were like tone indicators Yeah. for texting. I never caught on to that. And thankfully none of my friends did. It didn't look like, but... No, I don't think anybody did. But I understand it because it's like, you could post that and I might have taken it completely different. Like, all my Instagram captions are so left field. I know nobody has any idea what I'm talking about, but it's, it's probably like until they read the hashtags. <laughs> oh, it's no hashtags. I'm just like cryptic as hell posting. <laughs> They're like, "What does that mean?" And it's like some stupid quote from Phil Dunphy, or like it's funny to me. But that's, you have no idea what's going on. You might think I'm crazy. In my head, I'm funny as fuck. <laughs> but that's all that literally matters. Yeah, exactly. Like if And Grandpa and I kind of broke into this, which, you know, we're not going to go any further. Actually, if you want to talk to the people, I'll go grab the beers. That's welcome. Or I can pause it. LOL. No, I'll get nervous. <laughs> I'm going to let it run. I can edit it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Will you grab me one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You want Guinness? Yep. Hell yeah. I ask you like I don't. Oh my god, I'm going to look through my notes. Boom, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, this is perfect to tell you (laughs) when you're gone. Okay, so I have, this says third floor, didn't know we were rich. Okay, so yesterday at Easter, I'm like digging in for a pop. No, I said digging in for a pop. Normally, our pops are just, like, out on the porch, warm in the sun. Okay. Yesterday, they were in a plastic tub on ice. I opened it. I said, oh, I didn't know we were rich. Brandon laughed at me because he's like, it's a plastic tub for pop. I'm like, yeah, I know, but who is dedicating an entire plastic tub to our soda? (laughs) Anyways, and then your daughter goes... She came over to my house once. She's on the same page as me because she came over to my house once and she's like, I didn't know you were rich. I said, damn, girl, I didn't either. Why do you think I'm rich? She's like, because you live really high up. I swear to God, she said really high up. Guess what floor I live on? The third. <laughs> One more than a second story house. Your daughter's funny. That's all. What? Oh, she, yeah. She is. <laughs> She goes, I didn't know you were rich. But guess why she thinks I'm rich? Because <laughs> I live on the third floor. Oh, my God. One story higher than a two-story house. I mean. I'm like, Thank you. Listen, <laughs> Thank if, if you. you were in the penthouse suite, then yeah. You know. Hey, it is the top floor that, of my true. apartment. That's true. I'm at the top. That's true. Let's not, <laughs> let's not, uh, let's not play it down. You at the fucking and top. The penthouse. Yeah, you at the top no, no right now. No elevator. Oh. But it's the penthouse. But still, ain't no one above you. <laughs> exactly. You get to dictate how the other people's day underneath you is going to go. Yeah, because my dog Randy, if he barks too much, he'll spill the water. And I'm like, damn, I hope they're not on their balcony. <laughs> <laughs> so I do kind of call the shots there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you call all the act shots. Act right or else. <laughs> yeah, I'll send Randy out to spill some fucking water. <laughs> Oops. Okay. I will put a bird feeder out here so he sees squirrels. Cheers to Guinness. Cheers. Oops, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, so 
Um, I had a, oh. I had something I was going to dig into after. Uh, Can I set this here? Do you trust it? Yeah, I trust it. Okay. No worries. All right. If you spill it, you spill it. All right. I'm not going to. You got towels. I trust you. You're a bartender. You're right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, living on the third floor, she thinks. Balling. You're balling. That's cool. She's got goals. Um, She's setting goals. She's going to try and make it. You need to tell her, girl, you can live on the fourth floor. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. I was hyping her up. Hell yeah. I'm like, dude, the third floor is nothing. I mean. L- wait till you. Chicago, you been there? I wasn't trying to put her out of Chicago exactly because Grandma never liked when I went there. But No. Well. Grandma didn't even she, like me in Lansing. She dude. didn't like anybody going anywhere. No. Nowhere. Nowhere. In the house, damn it. it did, yeah, it didn't matter <laughs> if you had a five-point racing harness. She was not okay with you leaving the driveway. None of that. None. Remember when I had that slightly fast car? Actually, I liked that car. What car? The Audi. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. She was like, that's a hot rod. Unsafe. <laughs> I remember when Matt had the 9-3 Arrow. I don't even know what that is. The Saab. Remember that Saab? <laughs> oh, yeah, the black one? Yeah. <laughs> was that a timer or somebody's name? No, no, no. The trash? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not somebody's name. Okay, that's a good I thought idea, they were calling though. you. That's a good-ass like, idea. Trash. I'm not answer that one. <laughs> trash. No, that's for Miami, because trash day's tomorrow. I got to. My ex's name in my phone is Little Brother. So when he calls me, it's like, Damn. oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, don't even. <laughs> I'm not going to. Don't even just swipe that. <laughs> to, the, to the left. To the left, To though. the left. To the left. To the left. <laughs> That's actually what you should put it in as, is swipe left. Yeah, just ignore. Just in case somebody sees it and they're like, should I answer this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. Follow the instructions. <laughs> yeah. So I guess since I kind of forgot what we were talking about. Me too. Uh, tell me a couple more work stories. Okay. Um... <laughs> Dang, so many weird things happen there. I don't even know. Like, I feel so desensitized to everything. I like, can something that. crazy probably happened last time I was there, and I'm just like, dude got shot in the head. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for real. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, damn, what else? Um, dude, a girl peed on a guy accidentally during my first DJ shift. She's like, I gotta go home right now, right now. Hands me her money leaves she's barely dressed i'm like hmm i don't like that she didn't even have like security walk her out or anything you have to have security walk you out to your car because like people, people crazy. get shot people, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you're walking out with bags of money like people are out there people are um, crazy yeah she just leaves and then i see dude come down the stairs he's a regular so i'm like cool with him comes down the stairs from his knee down is wet i'm like hmm you, he never gets, like, drunk or anything. And then he came up to the booth and he told me, he's like, <laughs> he, had his, he never gets dances. He's like, hey, I got my first dance in a while. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Will you give this to the bartender? I'm I'm heading out. <laughs> he was so embarrassed. I'm like, dang, dude. And, bro, why did you? I get it. Maybe she's, like, you know, had a couple kids. Or I whatever mean, the reason. But Yeah, whatever the reason. It happened. It did happen. <laughs> She's funny as hell. I love her, but <laughs> dipped real quick. That was my first DJ shift. Oh, so 
my second DJ shift, my I think he was scared after the shooting. He, My manager came up to me. It's like 1230. It's really busy for a Wednesday. Um, and this guy never closes. It could be six foot of snow out there. He's like, I'm telling you, people like to come in when there's six feet of snow out there. I'm like, you're lying. They like to get cozy. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's not closing no matter what. So he comes up to me 1230. Let's shut it down. We're going to shut it down. Nah. No. I'm not leaving. It's listen. Good try. You hear this? (laughs) (laughs) I did that a couple times. No, I did switch it. This is funny. I'm like, no, I'm not closing. I'm good. Thank you. There's money to be made. And um, I'm like, why? He goes, well, I'm not going to say his name. I don't like to do that. But my ex is down the road drinking. I'm like, so we're going to (laughs) close. You said we're going to (laughs) close? Like, yeah, it's just not safe. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> Wait. He's banned from the bar. He can't even come in. He's permanently banned. He did a couple. He got in a couple of fights. Ah, uh, okay. He kind of just barks at people because I think he um, he doesn't love himself yet. So you know how you do things as self-harm. Yeah. Like cause scenes and like yep. then you have to process it as a way of self-harm. Um, I've yeah. been there, so I get it. You but um try to be uh at the very least the center of something because yeah. you want to find value, you know. Right. Well what's worse than negative attention? No attention. So he goes for something, whatever you yeah. can get. Just swing, go out swinging. Oh, and he does. Literally. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's probably best we just ban him from the bar. So he's banned, but now he finds out finds out he's drinking down the road. Yeah, we're gonna shut down. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no. We're staying open. But anyways, after he left the booth. I said I said <laughs> I want to dedicate this next song to my manager, and I cut to, bitch, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> bitch, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> that one was good. <laughs> that is legit. Um, that's, that's power as a DJ. That's yeah, power. It is. Legit. It, it, yeah, it does Leg- feel good. <laughs> you got to have, like, Especially when the dancers are, like, fist <laughs> <laughs> bumping over the window. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. <laughs> They're like, hey, we've been waiting for this. Heard that right. <laughs> Here's a 20. In ones, though. Oh, it always is. Catch it. Yep. <laughs> Are those clouds? Did I hear thunder? <laughs> no, it is locked up in there. You can't see the outside. <laughs> That's why they come here. Six feet of snow. That's true. I'm just kidding. No, I was just going to make a making it rain joke, but it's cool. Make it rain. I'll make it rain in this bitch. I'll make it snow in this bitch. That's a song. I'll make it, I'll make it snow outside so that all you motherfuckers want to come up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Call, it's call warm in here. No, it's not. The owner actually lives in Florida, so it's always freezing. He controls the heat for some reason. A Florida man controlling Michigan exactly. th- thermostats? That's what, I said. That's what I said. I said they're all in minimal clothing anyways. We got to do it, and I don't know where he's at, Miami, wherever he's at. Control, controlling our heat. I'm like, ladies, put, a, put your sweaters on so he checks the camera, and then he'll pump it up. There you go. Bro. It you, does work. You can't. <laughs> You can't come from some place where it's constantly humid and hot and then be like, because that's so biased. You're like, like, I I like it cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like it cool because I grew up, I lived hot for so long. Yeah. Put another log on fire. It's like, did you not just go through this winter with us? You know what I mean? (laughs) No, he didn't. (laughs) Is he a snowbird? No, I think he's, I think he might be down there forever. Oh. Like all the time. I mean, not forever. Oh, Maybe he wants to come back. I don't know. But. I mean, I think he's just down there. It's working. 
I've worked for him for like four years. He asked me my name the other day. Damn. I'm going to start telling him a different one every time. Gertrude, yeah. Did Just he... started here. <laughs> <laughs> Is it cool if I call you Gertie? Whatever. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not really knowing what's up ever. So did he hire you? Or did you um, hire at my fir- He owns a lot of Lansing. So at my first job of his, yes. Um, And then I've been at a couple more of his. He owns the whole strip of downtown pretty much. Um, okay. And then I worked at another bar of his in DeWitt. That's where I started. And uh, I was like, so who are you? Like, man. <laughs> man, I've been around. <laughs> I've been working for you for so long. <laughs> Thank you, though. In his defense, whenever I straighten my hair, I reintroduce myself to like seven people. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I had a meeting with my boss last Tuesday. I'm sitting there. I got her her coffee. I'm waiting. I have my notebook open. I'm ready. She was late. What? So yeah, power she, move. Thank she you. wants to remind you. Thank you. I want you here at eight. But I'll be here at quarter to nine. Exactly. What happened? So I'm waiting. (laughs) She walks in the door. I wave to her. She waves back, sits at another table. I'm like, no, she didn't. She did not do that. So I go over there and move myself, sit next to her. Oh, have you been here? I'm like, dude. I just just said hi to you. (laughs) And I worked for her since I was like 12. Damn. Is that legal? I did, though. I we Statu- won't look into that. Statute of limitations is out. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Nope. Yeah, that'd make you 19 when they ran out. Ran out of what? Statute of limitations. Seven years. Mean? We'd have to look that up. Okay. Yeah. What, do they owe me something? No, no. Oh. Just, just seven years before. After seven years, they can't pros. air quotes, can't prosecute you for petty crime. Petty crime. Or misdemeanor. What I do? Whatever. I'm not saying I did anything, but what what's petty crime? I don't know. Just you know, like you robbed someone or. Oh, she's stealing. So, yeah, somebody's like, "Hey, she stole something from me back in 08. Be like, "Well, why don't you speak up?" Yeah, you had seven years talk to, to say something. I get so defensive when people <laughs> talk to me. Don't talk to him. Talk to me. Yeah, hey, we're <laughs> having this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> I do that so many times at the bar when I'll be like, "What would you like to drink?" They start talking to their friends. Don't talk to him. Talk to me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm only going to be around here once every 25 minutes. So. Literally. And now's your time. Put your order in. Talk yeah. to me. <laughs> Funny. Okay. Statue yeah. of limitations. That's another one I got to look up. Yeah. Put it in your notes. In my tactical toolbox. I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's already in there. Yep. Yeah. So I don't want to go back to the guy getting shot in the head, but is that the craziest thing to happen? Um, That's probably like most traumatizing because it was a little bit like... I definitely saw his body laying there for sure, but um No stabbings or anything? <clears throat> Not when I worked there, no. Um We don't have any more handymen. This world is just for sure, yeah. They're just trying to come in with their guns. Yeah. They're there's... like, Oh, you're gonna wind me? I um forgot my wallet. Yeah. One sec. <laughs> is that you a metal detector? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they never come back in. It's like oh all of a sudden you're broke. Okay. Um, but Throwing glasses is wild to me. Like, when you get in a fight, it's the same level of women pulling hair when they're fighting. Okay. Cheap shot. I Leave my hair alone. I can see that. But if you're fighting by the bar, you grab a glass and chuck it. That is wild to me. Um, Why is... Okay. Is that not a cheap shot? It because is. Because then you're breaking glass. And it then is. everybody's like, yeah. watch out for those shards. Yep. 
Um, you got to clear the floor so that you can clean it up. Yeah, but yeah. that just tells me you can't fight for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You couldn't. Or you're scared to get your ass beat. Yeah. Typically, you started something that you shouldn't have started, and now you're panicking. I'm so glad you said that. Because <laughs> yeah. the dude I'm talking about is my ex. <laughs> 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 yeah, and that adds up. Who, uh, who's that fucking... Um, oh. He's like a wrestler, and he always says, shout out to my ex. Oh, shit. I don't know. It doesn't know. even matter. <laughs> wrestler. Yeah. I don't know. Only one I know is like Conor McGregor, Jake Paul. Ew. No. Right. Um, that's about it. That's Does all true. Doesn't he wear eyeliner? Which one? Jake, Jake Paul? Paul? I don't know. Thankfully, I haven't seen a picture of him in so long. Whatever it is they put on the eyelids. The pencil. Yeah, that's liner. Okay. Yeah. I think he wears eyeliner. Probably. I mean... Fight me. <laughs> I feel like some men, um, I said some, some men are like doing all of those things to look like look like an ally to things that they're not. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, like, especially him, because I feel like he thinks not like that, but he's like, oh my God, this girl liked it, so I'm not good enough to get her number organically, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to score so much. Right. Yeah. Because they're not interesting. No, there's uh, heavy validity to that. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know a few guys that I'd put in that category that are... They, let's just say they don't know themselves, right? They're living for other people, but at the same time they're doing that. Like you said, the ally is, is kind of an angle they're taking. They're supporting, and it's not that you shouldn't support feminist causes or pro-women statements, right? But they're definitely going out of their way to, like, virtue signal. You know, being like, this is what I believe in. You know, going out of the way to share posts and all that yeah. crazy shit. Like, you get in conversation with them and they'll just bring up shit that's not even related to be like, so have you seen this? It's like, dude, literally we were just talking about aliens. Right. Like, we were you could literally just live just it. Like, you don't have to post it 24-7. You could just be out here, like, actually helping people when that situation does arise. Um, yeah. And for most of them, it's probably not going to. If you're about that life, you're about um, that life. Exactly. Live it. Um, I have a couple, I don't want to say friends, but acquaintances like that. I have their stories muted because it's just like... And another thing, and another thing, and another thing. And I'm like, thank you for the information, but at the same time, when we're out and about and something happens like that, I know you're not going to say anything. Exactly. The self-righteousness is something that always has got kind of gotten to me, too, because there's, like, hypocrisy in it. And I think I address it on my solo, but, like, hypocrisy is one of the things I cannot stand, right? Yeah. Because it's, like, contradictory to your growth. Oh, my God. Contradicting your word is something that triggers my BPD. I'll go crazy, so I feel you. And I don't want to bring up fucking Kid Rock in that female that... Is it female or is it woman? The dragon. Once they transition. What were they born as? Man. What is it now? Female. So female. Okay, yeah. So that female that transitioned and then Bud Light honored him. Yep. You know, did you see the video of him shooting up his beer cans? Oh, yeah. All sorts of mad. Yeah, so you see that and then immediately he's having memes where he's drinking Bud Light with that drag queen. Yeah. It's like... You know, I kind of <laughs> like... It's like I kind of... I used to like Kid Rock. I, I fell off when the Cheryl Crow days happened. 
And he kind of went soft after that. Saw you last night at the hotel, right? Not a bad song. Yeah, <laughs> but after that, he went soft as fuck. Soft as hell. Well, and then he redid I Sweet Home Alabama. I wanted to see him Alabama. shoot that case of beer. That was hard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, he, <laughs> you ever seen him dive in that mud pit, son? Woohoo! You know who he is. Uh, just watch that clip. You know yeah. who he is. I did see that picture, though. And, um... Even I if just, it's just for fun, like, you can't be like, yo, fuck all this, because, like... Well, it is fun. I work with drag queens every Saturday at the other bar I work at. Fun as hell, but, um, at the same time, I feel like he doesn't actually feel this way. He just, like, saw an opportunity f- to have, like, a mass following of people who are super passionate about what he's, uh, preaching, you know? I do. <clears throat> um, I'd almost even go... I'd, I'd, I'd ride that track, and then it would branch off about halfway up, and I'd say, you know, I think what it actually is, yeah, partially, to, to take the opportunity, but I also think it was maybe in the back of his mind, he's like, oh, fuck no. They affiliate, like, my following affiliates me with being this mm. hard redneck. I feel like the video yeah. happened before people found that picture, though. Like, I feel like the people... Oh, it did. Um, it did. Yeah. Like, I feel like the people on the other side were like, well, now I'm going to find, quote, dirt on Kid Rock because he shot the can. Which, I'm not mad he shot a fucking case of beer either. He probably bought it with his own money. What the hell are you doing? You should have drank that. Because well, now you're going to drink the same Coors Light, and they've given more money to LGBTQ plus yeah, than any of them. For so real. what are you doing? You know, it's just ignorant. But that's the thing, too, is that you've got guys that are doing that, and it's like, you're not even shooting the beer cans... With her face on it. What are we doing? <laughs> like, you're shooting literally. Now we need those ones even more. Yeah. <laughs> the we, ones with the face on it. Yeah. We, yeah like, now, <laughs> now you're going to relapse and buy a case, and you're going to get the ones relapse. with her face, and you're going to be, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Relapsing on the Bud Light. Yeah. Itching. It's. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ouch. It's like, these, these bushes don't hit the same, you know. I don't know. It's it, I don't, it. The whole thing just seems to me like it's kind of. We should talk about men being self-aware, and I'm not even taking like a stab at anybody. I'm just like I've never had a genuine conversation with a man about this, and I've always thought that. I feel like. Um, when I interact with, I interact with ninety percent of my customers are men. All, understandable all jobs um so that's who i talk to every day my coworkers are men i'm the only girl bartender at wherever anyways fair enough um i feel like most of their internal struggles or like problems that they're projecting onto other people are because they're not self-aware and i feel like i don't really see that as often in women and i just wonder what that's about okay uh give me a little more detail when you say, well, let's um, let's let's separate the not as much in women. We'll we'll circle back to that. Okay. Because I almost think I see it just as much in women, but okay. being but being that you're approached more by men, yeah, true. you know, see? you probably see it more in men. Um, I feel like from the start, men are told like, "Don't cry, shut up, you're fine." Oh, okay. Um, yep. And, okay. like, just brush everything under the rug. So they don't even know what they're feeling um, <sighs> or, like, why they're feeling it. And they never, like, dig into, do I have trauma? Do I have things to overcome? What triggers me? Because they're told to 
not look into it, honestly, because I feel like people raise men or boys and girls differently. 100%. Um, which I don't even know that I like. Maybe I'm digging into my brain too hard here. No, it's fine. But, That's um, what this is about. Hope, <laughs> hopefully it brings some humor and helps people. If not, then we're just doing it because we enjoy it. Yeah, but they are raised differently, you know. Um, people do different things for you know than they do Drew. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And Iris I and Leonidas. Yeah. And I do think that that will affect them. Well, differently, okay. and I think this is one of those things. So let me address the different treatment. That's not broad spectrum, but it's definitely in the majority, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's 51%. But there's a couple things I want to address there. One, I feel like the uh, self-awareness thing is borderline an issue. And I say borderline because... <sighs> I always try and think in extremes, okay? So the first extreme I was thinking of is, okay, you're raising a baby, and you're going to treat the girl different than the boy. Why? Well, the first thing I did was remove myself from this time and put myself back on the plains, right, with the Native Americans or with the steppe people. And I'm thinking, why would you raise a boy or a girl different when you're just a tribe of 200 people? One, because that... That boy has to grow up to be a man to bring food so the whole tribe can be sustained. But also, in case war comes, he's going to be, let's say, sacrificial, right? Even though he's not just something you're going to sacrifice in most societies, he's the one that's going to be in the front line. You know what I mean? He's first in line. Yeah. So I can see where naturally we might have, because even with, with Leon... I definitely treat him a lot different, but I've I've even had to break it down because Breeze approached me with some conversation, and what I what I kind of think it is, just the same. You know, you see guys joke with each other different. They say mean shit to each other. Females do too, but more than often you see the guys wrestling around or talking shit, all gang up on one guy. And I think that's because there's got to be some sort of mental fortitude as well as physical fortitude. And right now in our society, physical fortitude isn't as um, the value is not there as it was in grandpa's generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where literally your job was to go do hard work. Yeah, it's really not. Right? That's another thing I could talk a lot about. Yeah. Um, but, and I do value that. I'm reading a book right now called um, Masculine and Feminine. Um, it just kind of like talks about the values of both and how they can... Who's it by? Coexist, if they should coexist. Uh, let me pull it up. Um, but I do value that a lot. Even though I feel like mentally, I feel like they should be treated the same and like given the same check-ins. Like, are you good? Yes. Feel it. Feel whatever you're feeling. All of that. Um, I do still value like a man being a man and like doing your job. Um, I'm not trying to go out to a bar and buy you fucking garlic bread just because... You're offering me a conversation. Absolutely not. Right. Um, and I've had multiple men feel that way about me. Um, I just typed in multiple men. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. What is it called? That's fine. Feminine. Feminine masculine? No. Or masculine feminine? Feminine and then masculine. Um, it is by... No, that's not even right. Hold on. Um, yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this, though, because... 
Well, let, let me. You're a boy. Let, let me. I'm a man. Yeah. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> uh, Masculine and Feminine by Gareth S. Hill. It's a super old book. It's kind of hard to read, but I get, I get it. How old? Like nineties, eighties. Let's see. It doesn't even say anything. That's fine. Oh, 2000. It's not 2000? That old. Okay. It's not that 23 old. years. Yeah. It was ahead of all this uh, gender. Right, before the conversation. I know people take offense when I say bullshit, but that's just how I address chaos is bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> but on the back end of that, I do want to say that uh, I feel like there was a lot more. I feel like when we were in a tribe of like 200 people tops, right? Mm hmm. There was a lot more checking in. Like if a man did have to go out and war with another tribe, more than likely, as long as he survived, when he got home with the rest of his soldiers, let's just say warriors, they'd sit around the fire with everybody else and there would be checking in. You know, they'd be able to vent. There wouldn't be the PTSD because you'd actually be talking. Not that there wasn't PTSD, but there wouldn't be the prevalence of it taking hold of you because you'd be talking about it. You'd talk about it with your tribe. But then you would also see the immediate appreciation from your tribe. They'd be like, well, thank you, because now, you know, you got this buffalo or you caught these rabbits today or Mm -hmm. this fucking fish. You know, now we can all eat. We'll make it a fucking celebration or we'll make it a big deal. So we're all eating together. And then we're going to talk about the hunt, that bear that fucking about attacked you, you know, on the way back or whatever. And I feel like you're right. There's not as much checking in. Um to be completely honest, which again, that's kind of what this is about, is I don't, I don't, I try and not filter anything, right? Because don't. it's about, um, eventually I, I'm hoping somebody hears anything that's said on this and they take it in a way that helps because not everybody goes to therapy or talks with their friends about things they're having a hard time with. And personally, where I work, most of the people I talk to on a daily hate their fucking job. They're there for the money, mm. and the money's the only reason they're there, and they're mm. locked in, right? Yeah. They're not getting any sort of... Stuck. Yeah. They're not getting any sort of ability to get out unless it's, you know, they lose their shit and quit, or their wife decides to pick things up a little bit, or even, mm-hmm. you know, they take another job that's less money just for the stress. But I think um, the checking in thing is something that as a society we're kind of letting down because if you have friends you shouldn't just be going to the bar having fun you shouldn't just be working on projects together you should be having conversations right because you can do all of that and be masking the entire time yes 100 percent. um and you can also check in with yourself like you can also talk to your buddies and be masking the entire time Mm -hmm. even if you're talking about what you're trying to heal um and i know that because i've done that i've talked to so many people about like really difficult topics in my life and completely been masking and then I got home and was like just ugh, word vomit to myself mentally like I didn't mean that I should have yeah. said this I don't feel that way I was just like trying to portray a different thing um so but, you can also check in your, on yourself mentally that's what I mean by being like self-aware just like but I was just gonna say let me point out the self-awareness in that and the growth it brings because I do that I feel like that's why this podcast is going to grow is because now I have the ability to not only take the conversation and be like, ah, I shouldn't have said that, but now I can play it back yeah. and be like, I didn't even realize I said that. And how do I feel Dude, about for it? for real. You know what that's I mean? That's what the podcast uh, 
I used to do dead. I would listen to it and I'd be like, I think I was only saying that because I was in the club. And when I'm in the club, I have a different mentality. I don't actually feel that way. Um, it's just like a moment of reflection. It felt like uh, watching tapes after a game. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But but you also got to remember, like, <clears throat> n- not everybody's gifted with words. A lot of people have a limited vocabulary, and I don't mean that to insult. I mean, as in, you don't know what extremely big words are, you know, yeah. or you don't know exactly how to put a feeling into a word or a thought into a sentence. So it's it's kind of like when you when you say things out loud. Or even in your head, it, it I'll, I almost have a picture, right? I know exactly how I feel, but then when I try and convey it through words, I notice I end up rambling a lot because it's like I build a sentence. It's like that didn't quite get what I want across. Yeah, you know, you try to build like the backstory just so they understand like yeah. what you're trying to convey. Or you say what you want to, but it doesn't come off, or you don't think it gives the picture you want to paint so you're like all right let me rephrase it again then you start repeating yourself mm-hmm. in and different people lines. can only take it at their level of understanding yeah 100 percent. you can't expect somebody first off you can't expect somebody to understand exactly how you feel because i feel like personally the things i've gone through every day made me me right i'm a yeah. conglomeration of my experience definitely and unless somebody was doing the exact same shit and then had the exact same perspective, they're not going to have, even if they did the same stuff at the same time, they may have um, a stronger personality where they have a more positive outlook or they may have a a more negative outlook. And that's going to change who you are because going through those scenarios, you may think, oh, why me, why me? Or you may just say, okay, this is making me stronger. I'm glad I learned from this. Yeah, I have definitely been stuck in the why me, why me before. Yeah. Um, But I think your brain is so powerful. Like it's creepy as hell. It's extremely powerful. In a, a weird way. Like, as soon as you start changing your the thoughts you allow in your head. <laughs> Sorry, I sound gay, but I am. Um, <laughs> anyways. I sound um, gay, but that's... It's a side effect that's, of being that's, gay. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Directly correlated. <laughs> um, but once you change the thoughts in your head, it's like, shit's not that bad. I've just been stuck in my own mindset. Yeah. I'm good. What? I didn't know this entire time that my own worst enemy was me, dude. Waking up like, oh, I hate my life. And it's like, oh, actually, I'm living. You know, I'm glad you said that because I try and tell people that too. Like, they'll be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like, you can. Then do it. Yeah, you I know. can. The that only person like... stopping you is you. The mm-hmm. only person that knows you as good as you is you. Because literally you spend every second of every day with you. you literally. You know? I think people have a hard time being alone, though, so they don't even want to process that. Um, But that's what I wrote down in my notes, red flags. (laughs) Yeah, red flags is huge. That's one of my red flags is if you're constantly talking down on yourself like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm just like, I'm just kind of like let down because I'm like, well, you are stuck in that and I cannot change that. Yeah. I've tried to change that in other people before. They bring you down. Miserable. It's like trying to save a drowning person. Yes. I'm like, Literally. I have to let you do that, and you have to figure it out on your own, and then we can circle back. Yeah. But. That's actually pretty wise. Um, And on the red flags thing, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but, like, I like to look at things. I look at life mainly because of where I am now. I see indicators, right? Yeah. It can be at work. You know, stuff starts slowing down. Parts coming to me. It's like, okay, that's an indicator of... Let's look up the line. Is there a call-in? Is there a new person? Is there a trainee? Is there a quality issue? Whatever. But there's indicators, right? 
work slowing down. Well, mm-hmm. what is that cause? Or you start looking at, okay, this person's having all sorts of, let's say, amazing things happen to them. And then you start thinking, why are they so lucky? But then you look at their indicators. Or that's an indicator, but then you look at the causation of that and you say, okay, wow, they just graduated college or they've been putting money into this thing or they've yeah. been taking time, they get out of work, they go home, they start working on this, and then now it's coming to fruition. And then you see the results of it, but you're seeing a result whereas beforehand you weren't seeing the work or the yeah. mistakes or whatever being put in to get that result. And red flags are basically an indicator. You know, it says, hey, um, let's look upstream. Everything flows downstream, right? So let's look upstream. What's going on upstream? Well, you know, maybe you had your dog die and then now your car didn't start. So you just started today with a hit of fucking, not dopamine, what's the fucking, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Okay, that yeah, one, yeah, 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 that, that, <laughs> the negative hormone. So right. maybe you're starting today with a hit of negative and then in order for your brain to overcome that, you've got to do something like go work out or solve this problem that you haven't been able to solve. Mm-hmm. Or you get a winning lottery ticket. So you get a hit of dopamine to bring you back to baseline. Whereas a lot of people, they don't know how to talk themselves down from, let's say you have a gland that's producing all that, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know how to talk themselves into shutting that machine down. Yeah, so which they... is really important because if you want to look super upstream, um, I laugh when I say this, but I can't even lie. I practice witchcraft regularly. That's fine. We can dig into um, that. Which is pretty much, sorry to all the witches out there, it's literally just tricking yourself into manifesting things. And Wiccans. Let's and not Wiccans. forget the Wiccans. My fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's literally just brainwashing yourself into manifesting and like being in a good mood. It's like, I am going to stir my tea counterclockwise so that I have a good day. I could have just told myself... Have a good day, bitch. Yeah. And it's the same thing. But anyways, I do fabricate it. Or not fabricate. That's not the word I want. But You manifest I it. do fruit it up and do <laughs> witchcraft. <laughs> Make it into witchcraft. Like I'll, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go into like my spells or whatever, but. You have a book? Or are they no, notes on your phone? No, I don't really do all of that. No, it's like more so literally I'll stir my tea a certain way clockwise is for money counterclockwise is banishing negative energy and it's like little things like that but that's literally just tricking my brain into promoting positive thoughts throughout the day and when you tell yourself you're so lucky you're so you're having a good day then you're going to have a good day because it's the same thing with the girls at the club i'll sit in the booth and the booth is right by the back door so i can see every single one when they walk in i'll be like Oh, hey, so-and-so, hey, so-and-so. And And I can tell what kind of night they're going to have in those two seconds. So you're like, hey. I'm like, you're not making shit tonight. No, bitch. No, because you came in with that shitty attitude. You're going to go home with that same shitty attitude. No amount of money is going to make you light up like that because you're a negative energy right now. Nobody wants to be around that. Um, And I feel like all the girls that are walking, I'm like, hey, what's up, hi? <laughs> Smack and gum. Right. <laughs> Sucker in her mouth. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. skipping down. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She is having a good night because everybody wants to be around that. And that's how you make money at the club. People want to be around you. People are going to pay you. I feel like it's the same way day to day. Um, not that you can't have a bad day. Shit, I have bad days and I bark at everyone around me. Oh, my God. Everyone will feel my wrath Yeah. when I have a bad day because I heart on my sleeve. You're going to feel it. Yeah, force field. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you feel it. <laughs> but at the same time, you have to know that, like, 
You control that. But that's, I think, a lot of people's problem is they get caught up in the fact that all this stuff is happening. And they don't really realize that they have the power to be like, well, fuck it, at the very minimum. Instead of being like, well, you know what? Once I do get through this, I'm going to have the resilience to deal with it again. Or I'm at least going to have a little bit of a scar now. Yeah. Which like, is fine. But the fact that I have the wound. Yeah. Learn if, how it's affecting you. Right. And learn how to heal it. You know, don't just let it, it fester. Get infected. Because once it starts to get infected, I mean, fuck, you cut your leg open, you get infected, it can kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a lot of people died over the course Same of history. Same thing your brain. Yeah, they exactly. I admitted myself to a mental hospital one time. Because I was like, I did not know how to get out of the funk at that point in time. So, come to find out 20 minutes later, I was fine. I'm in there like, yo, let me out. Let me out. <laughs> They're like, like no, nah, uh... bitch, you're going in the ambulance and we're taking you here. I'm like, damn, it's really not that deep anymore. <laughs> like, come on, come on. <laughs> Look, I made the call. And then the fact that you guys responded, I felt, you know, a certain way. And I was like, all right, cool. Dude, they give you nothing in there. I'm like, hey, can I color? Can I have a pen? No. I'm like, no, we they think I'm gonna kill myself with this pen. Yeah, they're like we gave a, this guy a pen back in '86, and he went on a spree. You know? There was a dude on a spree right next to me. That was the worst part of the whole thing. I'm sitting there trying to sleep, like in this hospital, uncomfortable ass hospital bed. It's freezing cold. I'm pretty much wearing paper towel as a blanket. Yep. Um, and the TV bright as hell, and I like to sleep in the dark. Can't turn the TV off. I could turn the TV off, but I had the sound masking the dude next to me. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> uh, I think he was on something, like, withdrawing. Maybe. Because he kept thinking that somebody was touching him, like, attacking oh, him. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he was like, get off me, get off me. I'm like, Schizophrenia. Who? <laughs> Schizophrenia. Oh, Are they coming for me? <laughs> what? And then this guy, <laughs> my other neighbor, she came over, she walks in my room, opens the door, it creaks like, Rrr. I'm like, say psych right now, please. Who's coming in here like that? She walks in, sits at the front of my bed, starts watching TV. I'm like, she's about to die, too. She's, like, got a couple hours left on her from age. Just age, I think, is all she was battling. But just sits there. And then I had two, three nurses come in. Oh, okay. Come on, come on. She's like, what? What's wrong? (laughs) She's just in my room watching TV, not responding to me. I'm like, okay. Just battling time over there. Yep. It, that's, that did keep me busy, though. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I went off on a tangent. No, you're good. Brought up the mental hospital. I don't want to be that guy, but I got to pee. Oh, go pee. Is that cool? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Too much Guinness? No, I just, a couple coffees and then... Um, I drank this way faster than I thought I would. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. That's, no, uh... I'm saying I... <coughs> sorry. All right. No, you're good. I, I get know. allergies every year. I forget that I have them. But... The worst time of year. Yep. I mean, it's a beautiful time of year, but... Super beautiful. I just learned about the April theory. Somebody's bullshit. Everybody just makes things up, I think. Apparently, the April theory is like, I don't even know. You're just in a good mood in April, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Northern Hemisphere, I can see it, because you just got through winter. Yeah. Cabin fever. Yep. Reliever. Sun's turn into that white spectrum. Huh? Everything's growing. You ever notice how, like, in the fall, things are golden? Yeah. It's because the sun's thrown off a different spectrum. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, I'm going to look into that. Yep. And then as it starts to come back around in the spring, the sun gets whiter. In your in your living environment, do you prefer warm or cool light? Honestly, I prefer a little bit of chill. But really? this last couple of years, I've been going to keeping it warm. One, Bree's always cold. And then 
I'm just like, you know what? Wait, I meant like tones of light. Oh. Like yellow or light or like blue or light. I like the yellows. Okay, me too. I do. Like warmer tones. Yeah, like that. That light's about as cold as I like it. You know what I mean? You have this in your bedroom? That one? No. Okay. I go gold bulbs. Because that one is a red flag for me. You have one of these over your bed. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Some problems. (laughs) Yeah, we run uh, mainly gold lights up in the house. Cozy. Cozy. Yep. That's exactly what it is. It's cozy. Yep. I don't like feeling like I'm in... The office? A lab. Yeah, you for know real. I mean? like, like a I'm, lab rat? Yeah, I'm here to live, not get surgery in six hours. At work, I feel like a science experiment. I mean, it kind of is socially. It's definitely a social experiment. They actually, I said that the other day. So it was the Sada Baby concert at the other bar I work at. It's a music venue. So I was at the Sada Baby concert. And I walk into the kitchen. It's no one in there, but it's a beautifully plated plate of chicken wings. I walk in real fast. I'm always on a mission for no reason. Walk in real fast. I'm like, hold on. Is it, I said, is this a social experiment? And then, boom, someone walks in. Don't eat that. I was saying if you were going to eat it. I'm like, it fucking was, damn. dude. Holy it was, shit. Don't eat that. I knew you were going to do it. I'm like, damn. Holy shit. Well, then don't put it there. <laughs> was, did, you, did you see a sign on the way in that said filming in progress? No. Nah. <laughs> no. Fuck. But they did. just did it for their own pleasure. Yep. That's all it was. God the, damn. Um, one conversation I had with Sada, he goes, who are the bartenders? I feel bad saying this now, but I literally completely disregarded all of my coworkers. I go, me. <laughs> 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 he goes, you got chicken? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll send, actually. I'll send someone if we don't. <laughs> yep. I promise. There were chicken tacos, actually, so. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, that was nice. I don't... Is he a chicken taco guy? Uh, yeah, he posted a picture of him on his story. No shit. <laughs> Swear. Not that I fed him these chicken tacos or anything, but he was repping them. And their Instagram account was so cute. They have like 132 followers. Oh, no He's shit. like, look at these chicken tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I was just going to ask yeah. if you were sold out the next day, but 132 <laughs> followers, that's... You could probably handle that. No, that was like a third-party thing. I'd never even heard of them before. Um, but yeah, shout out. They got the plug that day. Fuck yeah. Legit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So yeah, the... Um, I don't really have a transition, but to circle back into uh, the self-awareness in men. Oh yeah. We have terrible ADD, so this is probably actually honestly for real. Have you ever taken medicine for it? See how I proved the point there? Not on, um, <laughs> not on a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that one. Me yeah. too. Um, no, I mean, you know, I've also uh, done uh, self-dosing with MDMA and mushrooms. Not not MDMA. I guess it was back when it was ecstasy. I haven't got What's on the MDMA? Molly thing. Is that Molly? It's, yeah. It's pure ecstasy, I guess. Okay. Can we talk about that? We'll talk about whatever the fuck you want. Okay, because <laughs> I did that one time. Ecstasy? No, I don't MD- think so. Molly? Yeah. Okay. Molly. And this at this time, I didn't have a backbone at all. So I saw a crying stripper. What, what do you mean by backbone? Well, like this. I saw a crying stripper. She's like, do you want to do these drugs with me? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do these drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, bitch, you're throwing mixed signals. <laughs> <laughs> you should be happy that we're 
going to do drugs. Right, right. <laughs> and my red flag should have been the fact that she's crying. She's about to aid it with yeah, uh, yeah, that's drug. Indicators. But it, I'm very empathetic. I've been told I have to say that word wrong, but I'm not going to change it. Anyways, empathetic? Yeah. Empathetic? I'm not saying that. Empathic? Empathetic? See, I think that's what they said, empathic. Anyways, I say empathetic. I'm standing there. Not, hold on. It just sounded like you said you're pathetic. She meant, she meant she's em, empathetic. Em, empathetic. Em, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> I don't, you know, know, what I'm I don't know what the fuck it means. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I felt her pain when she's sitting there on the bathroom floor crying. So I'm like. This was in the bathroom? You paint, You started there. I walked into the bathroom oh, yeah, and yeah. I saw her crying. Walking in the bathroom, there's a stripper crying on the floor. She's like, well, you want to do these with me? I'm like, yeah. I have no idea what I'm walking into. At this point. My ex was still, like, loving with me, and he was the bar back, so I, like, I, was, I was good. But she walks up to me later on in the night, like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, why the fuck did we do that? But I was feeling good. I can't lie. And then the next day, another one called me and was like, you need to be careful because you're, um, what do you call it? Serotonin? Yeah. It's going to be lacking. The, yeah. For the next few weeks, so just be careful. And I have to be honest, I didn't really notice that. Well, so let me ask you, are you on uh, antidepressants? I'm on nothing. Okay. Just raw dogging everything. Okay, so antidepressants would be, I think most people would feel nothing regardless, right? It seems to be like a lot of people I know, not that I know a ton of people that are open about it, but the people I know that are open about antidepressants, they feel like when something should be joyful, they don't really get the joy out of it. Uh. But they also don't feel sad, like, when they start thinking about, like, something bad happening, right? They don't get caught in that cyclone. But I, she was right. Um, a few times I did ecstasy was, it was a, quite a while. Like I said, it was before Molly. Mm. And I, I had to stop because... Um, I love it. Yeah, right. Fair. And that's that's a good indicator that you probably should chill out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love beer, right? But I I love craft beer too. So I'm always like trying different beers. Like I just like beer. Yeah. I don't unless once I start to get a buzz, I get bummed because really? it's like fuck. Because you can't drink anymore. I can't enjoy much more beer. Right. You know. That's that's good. It is. N- now that I've gotten there, but for yeah. a while it'd be like, well, fuck it. I can handle a cup more, but. No, uh, ecstasy. Yeah, so the first time I did ecstasy was just, like, at a bonfire. And uh, it gave me a whole new appreciation for the stars, but also, like, the element, like, the universe. I was always kind of intrigued with it, but it kind of opened my perspective a little bit, right? Weirdly. But, like, the element of fire, like Mm. how beautifully destructive it is. I just kept watching these little fucking... Fireflies go up and crackle, you know, mm-hmm. little sparks from the fire. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'd stare into the coals and, like, just the way you can see the heat difference Moving in the coals. Transfer. Yeah, like, yeah. you see a white coal, then it's orange, then it's black, then it's white again. It's like, how the fuck? So you said that was ecstasy? Yeah. Okay, I've experienced that on shrooms. Shrooms too. Because yeah. after that whole ordeal with the Molly, um, I was like, well, maybe I'll try shrooms because honestly, I didn't hate the Molly. I was just at work. Like, in a stressful <laughs> environment. Like, although my sales, I have never beaten my sales since that night. Satin settings huge. They were crazy. I made so much money. My manager's like, go, Brooke, hell. I'm like, don't Fuck say it. that. Because you don't know what was going on. <laughs> Anyways, I haven't done it since, but I have. 
done shrooms and i'll just sit there staring outside like so happy yeah thankful for everything you can try to piss me off good luck it's not gonna happen see i've had mixed experience because sun setting is huge yeah like um before i forget though what i was gonna say is the ecstasy i did notice like a couple days after necessarily wasn't Mm -hmm. depressed but i was down Mm -hmm. i was like oh man you know about stupid as shit like I, i remember i kept breaking lead in my mechanical pencil pencil and i was like this fucking sucks. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, of course it broke. <laughs> like, not to tears, but I'd get sad every... And yeah. it's like, I don't have to get up and sharpen. I just click it twice. But it's like, right. it's like what? In the Defeat. <laughs> right, I've got a tactical pencil here and I'm upset. But and then, uh, yeah, the mushroom setting is huge because the three times I've done it heavy, two of them weren't the best trips. And I realize now, not to bring in, like, the self-awareness thing again, but, like, I wasn't really aware. Not that I wasn't aware. I wasn't really... Um, at the time in my life, I was, I took the heavy doses. I wasn't like super, uh, empathic, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't really care what happened to people. Around, not that I didn't care, but I didn't really feel oh, for the people lucky. around me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I do now, I feel a little more, but I would just like. There was shit going on in my life where, like, uh, I wasn't in a good mindset. Mm-hmm. So the one I was just tripping, the first time I was tripping hard. Like, I was seeing shoes talk. Yeah. And, and they were, like, saying the meanest shit. Mm-hmm. Out of pocket. Yeah. And <laughs> and then I kind of, I realized now that that was probably just my self-conscious being like, hey, the shit that you're not addressing, you need to address it. Yeah. And then. It, like, forces you to think about shit. It, literally. It's like, anywhere you look, that thing's going to talk or you're going to. Mm-hmm. Then just, you're going to face it. Yeah. yeah you're, <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> listen, you can stare. You can put your face in a corner and mm-hmm. you're going to you see You thought shit. you were going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the second time I did them pretty heavy, it was similar, but it wasn't like seeing shit talk and it was like, I would have like uh, these visions, right? Like I, I would blink and it must have been, I'd have my eyes closed for like five seconds, like super slow blinks, right? Yeah. But I would just have like these visions of like catastrophic shit happening yeah like i remember seeing a truck flip in front of me mm-hmm. and i wasn't it's not even that i was like i wasn't driving i was riding shotgun but it was like and there wasn't even a truck in front of us that's what's fucked up but like I'd, i swear to god i'd like blink for a normal amount of time but in that little bit of time like catastrophic shit was happening it's like okay so now i gotta figure mm-hmm. out what's going on with that the last time i took him it was a lot happier yeah but have you microdosed since uh, no, I've got, we'll have to talk after the podcast, but I've, I've, I've got something for you to try. <laughs> LOL. LOL. I wonder what that is. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Completely unrelated to the mushroom conversation. Um, <laughs> right. I asked about microdosing because I, um, you mentioned setting, which I do agree with because I have very different feelings about where I do them, but I often mm-hmm. will microdose during my shifts. Oh. Because I will just be happy as hell. Um, I go for a goth look at the club, so people are often like, oh my god, you look mean, you look mad, you look, you know, they always have something to say. Like, bitch, I am. Right, <laughs> well, find out. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so if I microdose on shrooms, I, like, no just reason. Just grinning the whole no time? No reason, ear to ear. So how, how much is a microdose? Like, half a cap? You just do the stem? I don't even stem? know what that means. Like oh, cap, cap of the mushroom? No. Really? 
No, I'm doing a couple of stems. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is I, that a, not a microdose? I, I do it, depends it just on your enough to feel it. It depends on your tolerance. Like if I were to go, almost set upstairs right now. <laughs> if I were to go somewhere <laughs> right now and nibble on a stem, I'd feel it. Really? But I haven't. I mean, I haven't done shrooms in almost six years. Like oh, okay. heavy. I mean, I've. Yeah. Okay, that's a lie. I've. M- I guess I would say I had microdose, but it didn't end up being a microdose because, like, <laughs> it wasn't that I was seeing shit or anything, but like the feeling I had was like definitely more euphoric than it probably should have been. Yeah. You know what I mean. And that's literally all I get when I microdose is just the euphoria. Like I'm, nothing's moving. Nobody is somebody else. Like I'm not hallucinating. That's good. I just like am. Oh, you're in a good mood. What's up? I'm high. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm on the next level. Yeah. Kind of. Almost there. But I can still do my job. Apparently, I can still do it on Molly, too, but <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to find out is to just uh, jump in the pool. Can you swim? We'll Figure it out. out. We'll find we'll out. Figure <laughs> yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, damn, this feels natural. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, personally, like, with marijuana, I mean, you probably know. I had to quit. I didn't have to quit. I chose to quit smoking. Probably about six months ago now. And, like, I'm going to do this in my next solo episode. I had a guy at work be like, hey, you should talk about quitting smoking for your next solo episode. I'm listening to that. Oh, Jesus Christ. My phone's connected again after I disconnected it. I hate all these smart devices. Well, you left and came back. Yeah, but I left my phone down here. Oh. And see, that's not even saying it's connected now. Now i got to scroll over and fucking... There we go. Turn that quick share off. Turn that quick share off. But yeah, so quitting smoking weed was like, um, it was a big one for me. Um, I did notice, like, I had, I know people say that, like, uh, withdrawals you don't really have with weed. I get crazy dreams. That's, yeah. So part of it, my appetite, right, was downhill. Really? Yeah, that makes sense. Hard to eat. Um... That's why I smoke sometimes, actually. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So or, if I'm hungry and I just don't want to. Or to sleep. Yeah. Fuck. Really, sleep. the main reason I was smoking, honestly, was just for, like, body aches. Um, mm. But also, like, the creativity. But not a lot of shit was getting done with my creativity. I just, like, get a plan or, like, get something as a project. Yeah. And I then get it. no time to do anything, you know. Yeah. Because you want to chill out and you want to yeah. smoke your weed. Or just, I, I got too much shit going. Yeah. Working. All day. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, that's a good idea, but. <laughs> yeah, but here we are six months later and literally haven't turned to bold on that thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the euphoria, the last time I quit smoking prior to this was when Brie was pregnant with Leon because mm-hmm. she couldn't smoke. So to help with yeah. her over that, I decided, yeah, I'll quit with you. Nice. And I was already having some side effects. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, I would sweat a lot. Okay. Like, I couldn't even crack a jar, mm-hmm. and just smelling it, I'd sweat, right? Really? I was smoking way too much. I'd smoke, like, a quarter a day. And that's with working. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is right. Damn. How? How? No, that's really funny, because, um, no, carry on. I'll finish that one later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you sweat a lot. For me, it was the dreams. Yeah. No, I, I was just, I think all, where I was going with that is, like, with the breathing. thing... <clears throat> 
<clears throat> when I came back to smoke and I had that euphoria kind of like, not necessarily an ecstasy, but like shit was pretty again. Like I, like yeah. things that were fun were more fun. I enjoyed the sun. Just everything felt better. Mm-hmm. But after maybe a week, my tolerance came back up. Edibles mm-hmm. weren't doing their job. And it's like, now shit's just, I'm smoking to stay level. You know what I mean? Get Wait, irritated. You're still not smoking, right? No. Okay, yeah. No. Um, so I'm smoking much less than I was a couple months ago. Um, Give me a perspective. Not even a perspective, a portion. Um, couple, like A couple months ago was what? Like an eighth a week? Like October. Oh, <laughs> LOL. <Yeah. laughs> um, I have no idea what an amount is because I do, uh, I pack cones. Yeah, that's fine. But like when you buy it, would you buy it by the eighth, quarter, ounce? Oh, I wouldn't buy it either. I was growing it. Oh, oh, so that's no right. Idea. That's right. Um, so I would just t- take out of the jar, uh, grind it up, roll um, one for the morning. Well, one or two for the morning. Cones? King cones. size? Yeah. Okay, so you're probably. But getting... I was sharing too, because okay. he would, we would smoke, twenty four seven. We'd wake up, feed the dog, smoke a joint. While you're feeding the dog. <laughs> While she's downstairs eating, <laughs> and then Miss Breakfast would come back upstairs. We smoke a joint all together, watching like music videos or something as we're getting ready. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like the dog's getting ready too. <laughs> Hot new hip hop. Right, <laughs> it literally was, um, and then we'd. Probably smoke one on the way to work, uh, being the grow room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously while we're oh, yeah. watering and shit, yeah. we're smoking you're with his room. friends too. Yeah. Because then when a friend pops up, you're like, oh, as Let's a smoke. way of saying hello, you smoke a joint. Yeah. Um, and then during lunch, it's a joint. Like there was almost always a joint in rotation. Like even the people at the club would be like, oh, Brickell's got lighter. Brickell's got a joint. You got yeah. a joint? And, yeah. I do. So I'm trying to do that a lot less. So now I'm down to only smoking past 8 p.m. Okay. Um, that's what I used to do before I met that dude, is only smoke it after 8 p.m. because I used it as a way of sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed, like, when I was smoking all day, my only priority was growing more weed. That's all I was doing. It's a cycle. It was a whole cycle. And I had my other job still going, but I was disregarding that because i had weed to grow priorities yeah and they were all messed up he's still in that life and i pray that he wakes up not that that's bad but no the industry as a whole is um a whole yeah Yeah. (laughs) took me a second but also it's legal now Um, and shrooms are going the same way yep it's like once you legalize it it's i mean what not fun and then well, you can buy it's so cheap now that's the sad thing well if i don't know if you notice we're sitting in an old girl room a bedroom this is where i used to veg yeah. some plants <laughs> hey shout out vegging plants um <laughs> but yeah no that's so let me ask you this when you did start cutting down i know you said crazy dreams anything else other well, than, or did you have a hard I time i noticed that when i completely stopped i stopped for like two weeks no smoking i was like oh <laughs> i want nothing associated with that dude and so i just stopped cold smoking. turkey yeah damn because i had a work trip in chicago for a week so i was like perfect timing yep nothing because you can't have shit in chicago um and i like to respect to that because 
much as I like to bark, I can't really bite. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I stopped smoking for two weeks, and the dreams were crazy. It's really the only thing I noticed other than eating, because I would use it as an appetite sometimes, because it's like, oh, damn, it's seven. I didn't put <laughs> anything in me yet. All right. So then I, you know, smoke. Um, Make some oatmeal and you forget you made oatmeal. Literally, I'd yeah. open my microwave the next morning and put a breakfast burrito and it's my dinner I was supposed to eat last night. It's like, fuck. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's waste. I dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, I almost got there. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really the only thing I noticed. Um, but even at, now that I'm only smoking past eight, I don't get crazy dreams because I'm still smoking before bed. All right. So. But... So, were they more, like, nightmares or just really vivid? Oh, nightmares. My dad hung a dude. Okay. And I couldn't do anything about it. It was like an art exhibit. People were watching, like, you know, when it's old dudes in the grocery store, they're walking with their hands behind their yeah. <laughs> back. It's real slow. Yep. They were doing that. Leaning watch- in to look at shit. Yep. Watching my dad hang this man. And I'm like, I don't know if I was behind a glass wall or something, but I was like, no, he's going to go to jail. <laughs> and they're all just like, hmm, okay. Like taking notes almost. <laughs> like, what is going on? So there was, Snooty art people. Yeah, for real. About this murder. Yeah. They're like, you know, the way that he twists from the rope is, <laughs> I, I don't respect know. that technique. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's speaking hmm. to, the, there's some sort of abstract, <laughs> you know. For real. <laughs> and I don't know what he was angry about, but he was angry. LOL. That's, yeah. I mean, shout out Matt. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on dreams? Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I already talked about manifestation, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of out of character for Matt. Right? Potentially. Like, no, I'm good. Thanks, though. Pick an era. Maybe in his 20s, that wouldn't have been out of character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe 20s, Matt. At another time. Yeah, not 1920s Matt, but Matt in his 20s. So, but I also feel like he doesn't—he doesn't really care. Which brings me to my other thing. I also use weed as a way to not care. That's fair. Like if I know something. Okay, I smoked before the Sada Baby concert because I knew it was going to be crazy and hectic, and people were going to be out of pocket. So I was like, I'm just going to yeah. go in high, so that no matter what they say, I'm going to be like. Anyways, what do you want? Yeah, my stress <laughs> like, levels are minimum. What? Good luck. Yeah. Okay. Situational now, and I also use it as a ritual. Mm-hmm. Back to the witchcraft. I was I was just going to say, there is something kind of ritualistic about it, too. When you're smoking mm-hmm. every day, uh, not necessarily when you're smoking joint after joint all day, but when you smoke every day, like I even kind of noticed it with some of my friends, like, there's this ritual of, okay, now I got to get my tray out. Now I grind. And now I'm looking at these buds. You know, I'm picking certain calyxes or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going to smoke this today. Then they get their pipe out. And then there's a little ritual around getting it around, you yep. know, versus just fucking smoking. Yeah. You know. I was mindlessly smoking for a while, so it meant nothing to me. I just, my, what is it, standard? Uh, my... What's it called? Like, you'd start a video game and they're like, at their base. What's that called? Yeah, your standard. All right, standard was Brickell is high. <laughs> um, <laughs> for real. Baseline elevated. Yeah. Yep, she's high. <laughs> so I was just doing it mindlessly, but anymore I'm like, okay, with this joint, I'm going to use the high 
um, in a positive manner. I'm going to be happy about it. I'm not going to use it to think about past shit. I'm going to use it to just have a good time on my couch. Like, I'm going to go for my witchcraft notebook. <laughs> There's no notebook. I don't want that in, in words. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely set intentions for the high. Because I can't even have a bad weed high sometimes. If you I don't can? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. There's strains too. Like, I'm kind of... When I get into something, I nerd out. You know what I mean? Yeah, go hard. And there's, you know, all sorts of these cannabinoids and what they do. And then you start looking at certain strains and, like, there's always phenotypes, right? Like, this, the the plant you see on the bag, unless it's, like, seventh generation, is not necessarily going to be the seed you pop. Yeah. So, unless you get, like, a clone, obviously, you know what it's going to be. But, like, you start looking into, let's say you pick a, pick a strain, you know. Gorilla. Okay, so you pick a Gorilla Glue bag up, like, 12 seeds, feminized. Most of those 12 are going to be different, you know. So then you got to sort through those 12, find your favorite, and what's favorite for you might be different favorite for me because I might be looking for more of a head high, you're looking for more of a body. Yeah. But then there's also, you know, different strains throughout the day. Some are mood elevating, some are kind of like creativity, kind of driving, you know. You know, I never paid attention to any of that, which is crazy because I was growing it. And I knew everything about them, but I would just pack it up and smoke it. Okay. Never look into it. He would. Do you now? Not as much? No, really. No. That's fair. Because I, I'm stupid and I tell myself that I... Just here to get high. <laughs> no. No, I'm literally delusional. I tell myself that I call the shots on high even. <laughs> like, Which you can. There, yeah. There is a way to control it, you know. Like, for example, if you start feeling sedated... The fix is not to just sit on the couch scrolling because eventually you're going to wake up with your phone falling out of your hand or something oh, where yeah, it's dead, do- you know. Yeah. Dozen. Um, you do something and you can kind of counteract it. But No, I live a very delusional life. I um, If I tell myself that this high is going to be happy and energetic, I'm going to... That's what it's it is. That's what That's powerful. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. That's powerful. Yeah. So what's your favorite strain? Probably runts. Why? Taste. Flavor? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Have you ever had Tropicana cookies, the mountain cut in particular? Did you give me that? Because I think that's what my jar says. That was some, yeah, that was outdoor though. It's not okay. as flavorful as like an indoor controlled well, and grill. I forgot it in my cupboard for, for how long or long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I have. And I liked it. I liked the way it, uh, was grinding up that has nothing to do with it but i did it, it it does that's part of the ritual see but the uh the mountain cut is like really orangey flavored mm. yeah it's pretty see, i would like that it's my it's hands down my favorite strain as far as like the smoking experience um even la cheese like mm. you get a nice or even uh like buddha cheese kind of like a blueberry stank cheese thing i do like stank yeah there's something about that cheese yeah like i love cheese but that usually is like if i'm having a bad day i know it's gonna come with like uh heavy sedative qualities for me but if i'm having a bad day there's some something about it that just flips the script yeah like it's like i can't look at it negative anymore whatever it is you know did you ever do wax and stuff like that oh yeah because that's the only time i uh, even pay attention to indigo sativa, anything. 
is uh, okay. if it's wax. Because that's what I'll hit before bed. Real quick, because I can just keep it in my nightstand. Yeah. I don't have to go outside and change my clothes, all that. Um, uh, do you do it off a nail, or do you do it out of a pen? Like, do you have a pipe with a little fucking nail you torch up and drop so, a glob in? No. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to try to explain what I have. It, it looks like a, a, a metal tube. Nectar collector. Nectar collector. Thank Boom. you. That's, That's all you had is. to say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that to sound any weirder than it was. No, that's, okay. yeah, that's good shit. Just straight out of the silicone yep. container. Boom. Yeah, because easy, clean up, put it away real quick. Uh, the boys can't get into it when they come over, and yeah. Done, yeah. Um, but they accidentally sold me Sativa, a huge thing. of it. I went there on a Wednesday because it, it was supposed to be $5 for this big thing of wax. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm waiting in God line for damn. that, right? Uh, yeah. So I did wait in line for it. Camp out. They sent me home with like three times the amount that I wanted, and it was sativa. And that was the only time I was ever <laughs> mad about it being like the wrong kind because usually I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm just going to tell myself that it's going to make me tired. But because it was wax, I was actually upset. Yeah. Which, honestly, that's a good time to look at it, too, because you're literally smoking concentrate. Right. That's what I thought. I'm like, I'm going to be mega energized. <laughs> like, so have you right ever done, bed. have you ever done, like, cocktails where you mix a couple different waxes? Not, like, in the container, but, you know, take one drinks, hit of one thing. Contacts or cocktails? Contacts. No, no, you're like uh, smoking. Okay. Um, where you might smoke an, an indica of this and then chase it with the sativa of that just to get, like, the best of both? I've done it not to get the best of both, but just... Just to fuck around and find out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to do it, I guess. Because I'll... If I go to the dispensary, I am going to that dispensary and spending some money so I don't have to go back there. Yep. I don't really like being there for some reason. It's, it's not that it's weird. It's just different. It just feels different when you grow it. It, yeah. I don't know, it feels a little wrong. So if I go there, I'm stocking up on whatever I need. Um, so I'll just kind of like open them all and be like, hmm, what's this one taste like? Huh, what's that one taste like? Hmm, I have another one too. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but it's all of them. Yeah, you're just chasing <laughs> a dragon. Yeah. So do you do edibles? Um. Yes. Like mo- mostly just on work trips. I don't love edibles. Um, it's a different high. Not only is it a different high, but I can eat so much. Like Thank with you. my with my boss, she uh, she loves getting high, and she sees me as an excuse to do so. That's a good boss, right? A very good boss. I love it. She, we were in class. She texts me, "I'm leaving. If you want to smoke a joint, I'm like, <laughs> here I come, you know." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god, okay. He didn't bring any weed. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's okay. I brought these edibles. How about you just eat that? Recommended dose is half." I eat three holes, yeah. <laughs> so six halves. <laughs> and she's like, oh, six okay. doses. Yeah, she's like, I'm just gonna start with the half, and then I'll eat more after that. So I left her two, and I'm like, yeah, please just start with a half, you know. And hour later, she's texting me. She's like, I am fighting this edible right now. I cannot <laughs> go to the after party. <laughs> I'm staying in the room tonight. Text me who's there, and if I should come. I feel so bad that she's fighting that half. I'm on six. <laughs> like, so, no, I don't really mess with edibles because it's just not worth it to me. She says, I'm in a ring with Tyson right now. Yeah. <laughs> fighting for my life. 
fuck. So do you do gummies or just any of them? That was gummies. Um, caramels. Caramel edibles. That's I don't what? know if I had bad experience, but those are the worst tasting things in the world. Uh, chocolates are good, though. <sighs> yeah. Oh, the uh, Detroit Fudge chocolates, Barracuda bars. Bomb. Slap. Bomb. Yes. Yep. Those are really good. I have had uh, fudge bars. Those are pretty good. Um, but no, I don't really... Honestly, I've been the most sober I've ever been. Well, the not joint ever. I smoked on the you're probably <laughs> That's pretty true. sober when you I were nine. I did have a point in time where I was completely <laughs> sober, but on the way in, even the joint I smoked it was. Uh, Brandon got me the like little dog walkers. Yep, it's like four heads. Yeah, the that was the joint short. I smoked on the way here. Um, Out of the, you still keep the container pop top. Yes. Plastic yeah. Yeah. Smooth. Know. It makes it classic. A little transaction there. Hey, yeah. you want to join? Think. <laughs> yeah. Here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and then it feels like personal. It's like, oh, you got this for me. It's yeah. not just like a raw joint. <laughs> like, where am I going to put this? And my ear is going to fall. Yeah, it's going to be gone. <laughs> it's the closest thing we have to feeling like, um, would it be the dap rage where they had the cigarettes in the tin and dude would open a tin and hand you a tin and you'd you take the zip You have one of those too? For joints. No shit. Yep. Classy. Yeah, I handed Brandon one, actually. We were out on the back patio. He's like, I don't want your wallet. At work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, here. He's like, he goes, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what? Aren't we out here to smoke? Open it. It's joints in there. Um, he was mighty impressed with that. Yeah. I, I felt pretty cool. It was That's, like, thank you. That is it pretty cool. It feels like you're giving somebody a greeting card. That's like when you're at a birthday party and somebody pulls a flask out of their pocket and you're like, oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> there they go. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. Coming in here with a flask. You could have just brought a bottle, but no. You were like, this no, is going to be. they were prepared. Yeah, this is my personal dose. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah. That's legit. Yeah, that is personal. Yeah, like one it. of those cigarette wands. What's that? Those, remember those sticks that females used to smoke cigarettes in? Oh, in I do. Yeah. It was for a Halloween costume, but I do. I Have guess. you used it? Is it usable for one? No, I don't think so. Just I don't a prop. think you could use it. I was well, Audrey Hepburn. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I went into a different era, and then I was uh, Mia Wallace with like the fishnet veil. The following year, yep, mm-hmm. fishnet veil for Audrey Hepburn, and then yep. I was Mia Wallace with the drip and the needle in my chest for <laughs> resuscitation. <laughs> <laughs> I was working at the club though. I thought it was perfect. That that is good. Yeah. Holy shit! How did I miss that? And that was a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a good one. That one performed well. Halloween is super fun there. Yeah, that's. I've had some good times, just hanging out, partying, especially when it's a themed party. Those are some of the best. You know. Well, okay. What themed parties have you been to? Because I'm supposed to be making some parties, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, probably the most memorable was a Halloween one. See? Honestly, those are Halloween really the best. Halloween every time. Because it's like, you can literally do fucking whatever. And no one's looking twice. No. It's like, you want to be a scarecrow? Do it awesome. You want to just get that generic banana suit? Yep. Do it up. Dude, if you want to be that dude that's like, dresses like a dude riding a horse... You seen those? Those are funny. Yeah. I like, like those. It's like, dude, we're going to hang out <laughs> And they're all just night. giggling the whole time. They're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Somebody's constantly complimenting them. Yep. You know? That's good shit. 
It boosts his ego a little bit. He's like, damn, I did good tonight. <laughs> I had a friend that uh, wore a vote for Pedro, and everybody was giving him love. It's yep. like, it's like, dude, you literally just bought a shirt to Throwing wear. A chopstick. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he was getting those quotes all like <laughs> yeah. living it up. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I was bartending with Superwoman. He was boy. Oops, sorry. But he was Superwoman, and he went all out, like wig everything, and he killed it heels oh it was funny because there was a fight that night and he had to kick somebody out in his superwoman costume that was perfect that's even better yep that's even better in action in action he's like yeah no this is not just for looks imagine getting kicked out of the bar by superwoman in a wig oof listen i wouldn't even be mad maybe in the moment but looking back at it i'd be like you know what fuck yeah (laughs) what a night fuck yeah dude it was a good night it's a good night. That's a win. A win is a win. It is. <laughs> um, we did an 80s themed one too, which was pretty cool. Everybody yeah. was like big hair and fucking mascara. All the guys were wearing mascara and shit. Like, that was cool. Get into it. Yep. Little Axl Rose moment. Yep. Fucking, uh. So, what's your favorite Guns N' Roses song while well, you just brought up Axl? November Rain. Nah, or Estranged. <sighs> Probably Estranged, I'm gonna say. Why'd you say that? Hold on, let me give it more thought. I was super quick with that. That was, I mean, estranged. I'll allow it. I'll allow it because it's, I think November Rain because isn't that the one with Slash's solo when he's out by the church? Yeah, yeah, dude, he fucking he's a guitar god. Kills that, but also when Shout he's strange when he makes it sound like the dolphins. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> I mean that's pedals too, though. That's crazy. That's pedals. Okay. Um, go ahead and give it some thought. I'm gonna throw. I was gonna say, um, g- give me, give me top five. Dead horse. I'll allow it. To- okay, that's okay. Sick of his life. Not that you'd care. Right. Is yep. that dead horse? Nah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, is it, it is. Okay. Sometimes I feel like I'm being it. Okay. There yeah. you go. <laughs> this is a dead horse. Um, coma. Uh, that's probably my favorite. Okay, and then <laughs> what we've got here is Civil War. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's another good one. Right. Top five. Is that five? Yep. Yeah, Coma's my favorite. I'll just... That one used to scare me when I was little, though. Why? When the woman was, like, screaming at him, uh, and the beeping is going oh, off. Oh, yeah, yep. And she's, like, trying to bring him back into it, bring it, him to. And then, he, and then like, he's having a flashback of arguments they had and shit. That's yeah. a good one. Well, I'm so empathic, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Well, I felt that. I was like, actually, you better wake up right the fuck now. <laughs> a hurry. Please. It was dude. stressing me out every time those beeps came up. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's a good one. Uh, mainly, I, I like it because the whole song is a, a story that, like, not a lot of people can really vibe with, but those that can vibe with it, like, it's deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a deep cut. Um. Right after that, I've got to say, uh, don't damn me. The riff and Don't Damn Me is phenomenal. That is a good one. Um, and then, uh, let's, fuck, it's, it's so close. 14 Years is up there. 14 Years. Yeah, that one's not coming to my head, so I'm going to no? do this, add it to the save li- or list later. It's on the uh, Use Your Illusions 2 album, the, the one with the blue cover. Oh, say it again? I forgot. Um... Oh, fuck, fuck, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 14 years. Okay. Yep. And then... Um, a blue one. Pretty tied up. 
Oh, that's a good one. That's another good one. Um, I, honestly, I thought you were going to say Locomotive. But I, nah. I feel like that's probably Matt's favorite. It's up there with Matt's. Yeah. And then to round out the five, I'm going to say Rocket Queen. Oh, okay. Yep. Even though it's mainstream and I try and... What's that? It's so easy. Yep. It's so easy. Oh, Welcome to the Jungle, though. Sorry. I know that's their, their staple. But Axel, because of that video, Axel Rose was my first crush. When he jumps out the bus. Oh, For yeah. some reason, I thought that was so cool. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> First crush. Well, Axel hello. Rose, unfortunate. No, Axel Rose is. Uh, I mean, he's definitely self-centered, but you know, I don't know I him think, personally, so is, I can't. I think that's diagnose a good thing. It. I think everybody should be a little self-centered. A little, but you gotta have you gotta have enough humility to even that out. For sure. You know, but at a certain point in time, I was like, I had no self-love. I don't think so. I had no, like, I just wasn't self-centered at all. Um, and I felt like I was living life for everyone else. And that just doesn't, it's not. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's not sustainable. And I had my meltdown where I was like, oh, okay, I get it. This, this is how I have to live my life. And you can live your life however you want to. And that's good. And we, at the same time, we can coexist. The sustainability factor is huge. Brandon and Greg and I ended our last three brothers kind of talking about like um, insecurities and we didn't really get to get into it too deep because it was literally we were ending. But, uh, yeah, when you're living for everybody else, not only does it sap the energy, and this from my opinion, not only does it sap energy, but, one, it takes time away from you getting to know yourself. You don't really get to get in touch with not necessarily just your feelings, but, like, um, let's just say feelings because I don't know the exact word to use, but you also don't get to make the best decisions because you're thinking of how's this person going to look at me? How's, how's this going to affect my image? Yep. When your image should just be you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or how is it going to affect them at all? Like, 100%. Are my actions going to have an effect on them? Which I do think you should still think about. To an extent. But don't live around that. Right. If that yeah. makes sense. That's just wise. know how it affects people and, I mean, don't be inconsiderate about it, but same time, know that you're living your own life. Yeah. No, that's that's very wise. But, again, you start doing that for somebody else, thinking of how other people are going to... When you prioritize, I guess is what I'm trying to say, that if I make this decision, this person might not want to talk to me, or they might get mad, Mm -hmm. then you're putting yourself in a state of... uh, You're, I don't want to say regressing your growth, but you're definitely stalling it. Yeah. You know, it's not progressing. And everybody is projecting a little bit. Like, if something does make somebody mad, it's because of... One of their own internal mm-hmm. insecurities. Yeah, exactly. So it's like really, even if like no matter how much you want to think about how it affects them, it's not on you because their own insecurities you might not even know about. Yeah. Now how can you control that? And you know, like we were talking earlier, if you know somebody's, you get into a <clears throat> conversation with someone. And you think, wow, that was really deep. I'm glad they opened up a little bit. A lot of times that can still be deflection, you oh, know, yeah. trying to get away from, or they're saying maybe how they feel about something, but not letting you know that they're dealing with that, you know. Yeah. And that's, oh. you know. My manager is big on that. Every Wednesday I'll open the bar. Or every time I'm DJing, I open the bar. And during 
opening, he will always have a super controversial topic he wants to address. Um, like, way hot take. And it is like, what are you projecting right now? Give me an example. All right. So, the one that sticks with me most is, uh, he came in and he goes, why are you here? I said, the fuck? It's because I work here. It's Wednesday. And he goes, I know, but what? why do you come here? Why do you work? I'm like, I got bills. <laughs> he goes, that's the problem. Women should not be working. With his chest, he said that to me. I'm like. Oh. Like he he deepened his voice or he just like fucking Oh, no. He, he meant that and he was standing on it. The fact that women should not Hot be take. working. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wrong crowd, dude. Wrong crowd. I'm high, so I don't really care about it, but <laughs> I'm still entertaining it because it's just him and I when we open, and I know he's about to bring something wild up, and it's like, what's it going to be today, dude? Um, and it was women should not be working because the man should be providing for them, and the women are taking all of our jobs, so how can we provide if the women are working? I'm like, dude, nobody, nobody wants this job. Ugh. You don't have 20 men knocking on the door like, I can't pay my bills because Brickell took my job. Yeah. No, go get a job, <laughs> dude. So I'm like, okay. You'd be right. running a totally different establishment if it was all men. Literally. So Literally. I bought a shirt that says, girls do everything better. Before <laughs> <laughs> that to my next shift. <laughs> I don't know how he liked that one, but... I did wear it. You um, Sharpie in, including bartending. <laughs> and bartending. And DJing. <laughs> all of that. Not just dancing. <laughs> including managing shifts. For real. <laughs> I told him I'm trying to take his spot. And he was like, women should not be working. <laughs> Are you scared? <laughs> immediately, immediately gets defensive. Whoa, whoa, hey, listen. You need to be at home anyways. First of all, go back to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to hire women, it's going to be to uh, cook food. Yeah. Wash dishes. <laughs> yep. It's always something crazy like that. So uh, where did that come from? Why did I bring that up? We were just talking about insecurities. Oh, yeah, projecting. Yeah, projecting. Yeah, yeah. He does project <laughs> a lot. And this man is so narcissistic that he believes narcissism is the best way of life. He's like, yeah, I'm narcissistic. Yeah, I, everyone should be. I understand it to a certain extent. I kind of just said the same thing. Like, everyone should be a little self-centered. Yeah, but here's the thing, like... <clears throat> and it's it's all word soup, right? I could say what she means is everybody should be confident in who they are and the decisions they make for their own benefit. Mm-hmm. Is that self-centered? I mean, it could be, but it, it's all in context, right? Because if you say, all right, now this person needs this, but and I've got the time to help, but I would rather scroll on my phone mm-hmm. or I would rather... You know, do something, I would rather go shopping or whatever. Then, yeah, maybe that's a little self-centered, especially when it's somebody close to you. But at the same time, it's like, let's investigate that. Let's see what's going on in her mind. Well, maybe she's having some stress that that triggers, and she doesn't really want to tie herself to another stressful situation that's similar. Right. You know, or whatever. So I think it's it's definitely, I think narcissism is, is a good term for it. Because even saying self-centered, I have times of being self-centered. Mm-hmm. But I th- I think of myself pretty selfless. But I definitely have times where I'm self-centered, you know. Like um, when it comes to, like, buying things that I want for outdoor activities, right? 
Like yeah. if I want a new gun or a new fly rod or something, I find a way to justify it. And I'm like, okay, well, I know I can offset this cost by going in an hour early, staying late when everybody gets out early, whatever I got to do to cover the cost. But at the same time, I, I also play the other extreme. Like, do I have the money now? And if I spend this now, is it going to affect my immediate? Like, is Leon yeah. going to need diapers? Yeah, you still or, think you know? about it all. Right. So maybe a decision is self-centered, but thought process leading up to that, I think, can be categorized as, like, narcissism. And it's not like you're going to let, like, if it did come down to that, it's not like you're just like, well, at least I got my gun. Yeah, like, yeah right. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pass that. Sorry. I believe that you would go in the extra hour, do whatever needs to happen to make your immediates not affected by it. Yeah. And I, in my manager's case, I don't believe it's like that. Um, because he is very, very, very narcissistic. He'll come in and just say super insensitive things. And it's like, sir, you manage 50-plus women a night. Help me. <laughs> because you're always mad that they're mad. Let's help. Let's help. Yeah, that's, Let's not make them mad off bat. We're not even open yet. That's narcissism. Yeah. Yeah, that's narcissism. He'll just do it to giggle and then leave and watch the cameras at everyone being mad. It's like, dude, you're sick. That, <laughs> Go home that's, now. That's almost even, it's not, what's the word? Is it maybe sociopathy? Yeah, a little bit. Where, I, where I believe he's, he's got a little bit of that in him. Where he goes out of his way to create a problem. Oh, just yeah. So he, he can always watch. wants there to be a problem. He was training Brandon the other night. You could ask Brandon about this. When he's training somebody, that's like his prime time because <laughs> I am above you. Yeah. And I'm going to let you know that. And I'm going to show you how I do it. Yep. Other people do it like this, but. And they do it. They're wrong. shitty. And yeah. that's why I'm telling you what to do. Even though that man has no idea what's going on. No idea. I just like self-proclaimed that I'm I'm training now to DJ. I just showed up on a day off. Not, just he's to like, train? Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Like, I'm training. <laughs> like this what's it look like you're right i'm just in the <laughs> <of> training <laughs> he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's like okay but because he can't train he doesn't know what's going on but anyways he's training brandon and um i hear <laughs> i hear him going into the back room and he's like now brandon nothing stays on the main floor because trash burns <laughs> <laughs> and everyone behind the bar we all look at each other and we just start dying laughing because we're like he couldn't have done any better right there. Like, <laughs> that was his argument. And then it just stopped there. He stopped talking for a while. They grabbed trash bags, and Brandon's like, all right. Trash <laughs> burns. <laughs> so, and somebody will die, and it will be the barback's fault. Or what's, what's he doing? Oh, it will be the backdoor guy's fault. You know what else burns, Brandon? <laughs> this truth I'm about to give you. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, all right. <laughs> but at any given time, he can, like, demand authority or declare authority. It's going to happen. Authoritarianism. Yep. Uh. I'm reading another book you should read. It's called The Laws of Human Nature. And uh, we were reading about some type of narcissism. And I actually had him read it because it was, like, a ship captain who, like, I think it was healthy narcissism, actually. Um, he... Okay was so aware of his survival he read everybody around him like okay if my men get tired and i don't know aggravated i have to solve that otherwise they're going to turn on me because i'm the captain so if dude was tired he'd be like get get him a milk 
get him whatever he needs and take care of them. So I sent that to him because I was like, you are the ship captain here. You have to read everybody's mood in a way and kind of cater to that. Um, I feel like as a manager or like position of power in general, you have to read the room, not just yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Um, that's complex because if he's thinking about his own survival, but he's doing it in a narcissistic way, saying, I need to take care of you so that I survive. Yeah. That's complex because <clears throat> in a way that's kind of a true leader if you're looking at the ultimate goal. Yeah. But if you're looking at the ultimate goal being just you surviving, you don't care what happens to anybody else. I feel like if you really felt like that, either there would have been a mutiny or everybody would have perished, you know. Yeah. But that is, def- have you ever heard of decentralized command? No. Okay. I'm going to throw this at you. Okay. I've been using this example because I was ranting at work one day. It was a Saturday and one of my superiors, team leads, he, he likes to get his hands into shit he doesn't need his hands in, right? Uh, yeah. He likes to micromanage. Yeah. If he sees somebody's machine goes down or trying to fix it, he runs right over there and he, authoritarianism type shit. He tries to tell you why he knows more. Mm-hmm. Any issues happening in the plant, he knows how to fix them, mm-hmm. that type shit. <clears throat> and um, so let's say I tell you, Brickell, I want you to go up that hill. Okay. Okay. Decentralized command is where I just let you go up the hill. I give you the goal. You figure it out. Right. If I say you have five minutes, right, I can put parameters on it. But I'm still letting you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Once you get into overly managed, you start saying, okay, I want you to take this route. And then you get even micromanaged and you say, I want you to put your left foot here, your mm-hmm. right foot there, your left foot here. Then I want you to reach up, grab this ledge, where when you go to say, well, I can go around that ledge. It may take me seven more seconds. Mm-hmm. But instead of having to pull myself up, I could. there's another alternative route. He says, no, that's, I want you to go over that ledge, mm-hmm. you know. So decentralized command is just basically giving the goal and then letting the team figure out how to reach the goal. And That's how I work best. Yeah, and you need to be able to relinquish some of that control. And it's it's crazy because you actually have more, in my experience, you have more control when you do that because not only do people respect you and mm-hmm. they come to you with problems, they don't try to hide shit and be like, well, we can't let him figure this out or he, we can't let him know that's this. That's what I've tried to tell him so many times. He's like, well, nobody tells me anything around here because the only one that's honest with me. Uh, only reason I'm honest is because I'm not afraid of him. Everyone else is because he's so micromanaging. Like, yeah. Well, you can, Brandon heard him barking at me about 10 cents the other night. <laughs> Swear to God. I'm throwing my corona bottle and I'm like, shink, bullseye, made it. I'm like congratulating myself for making it. He's like... I'd rather have the 10 cents. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm fresh from a shift, so I fought back. I was like, but if I left it on the main floor, you would have told me that it was um, slop and the health department would yell at us. So what do you prefer, the 10 cents or the health department yelling at us? And he's like, it's not slop. It's not. And we start arguing back and forth. Yes, because you've yelled at me for that before. So if I throw it away, I'm also in trouble because it's 10 cents. What do you want from me here? And he's like, oh, this is a teachable moment, teachable moment. And we think about it. I'm like, all right, I should have told the other bartender to take it downstairs to the basement, right? He goes, see, teachable moment. I'm like, wow, we just fought over 10 cents. And that's how much time did it take? How much money was lost in you fighting over that? 
Not only him standing around not making decisions, right? Because yep. now he's tied up in shit he doesn't need to be tied exactly. up in. But if you were still on the clock, now you're engaged in a conversation that you don't need to be in. Mm-hmm. Wasting you, my time. Right. <laughs> you could be helping a patron or you could be helping somebody else finish their job up, which mm-hmm. is saving time. But it was also Brandon was right there too, so he he just needed to... Assert his authority yes. as dominant. And by the way, Brandon, I also <laughs> yell at Burkell. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'd rather have the 10 cents. Yeah. Like, shut up. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what we're talking about with decentralized command. Like, if, if that were me, right, if I were the boss in that scenario, mm-hmm. I would see that. I try and detach, so I would probably detach and be like, okay, let me observe for a second. Is she high-fiving? Is she happier after that? Was that worth the 10 cents in the mood boost? And then, if not, right, I'll take a note after your shift, whatever, tomorrow, and I'll address it not just to you, but I'll address it to everybody and say, okay, I have an expectation. I don't like glass flying through the air. Fair. Okay? (laughs) I don't like glass flying through the air. I also would prefer to keep the 10 cents because every 100 of those we have is $10, Mm -hmm. which would be a great tip for you guys. So what's And then you put it to the team. So what's the solution here? I'll let you guys think about it. Uh-huh. Do you guys want to start a bin for you where you split it? Or do you guys want to, do you guys want to, you know. They uh, use the money. The club does. Oh, right. So we take them all downstairs. And he's right. Normally I would put it in that box. But I've done that before. And then he's <laughs> like, God damn it, Raquel. The health department. I'm like, fuck. But, All right. Right. And that's and that's the thing is you say, okay, now we have a standard, right? Mm-hmm. These go downstairs. Now, yep. a little bit of play, we got to have fun, okay? As long as this isn't a every bottle type thing or it's not when we have patrons that are watching so they get the impression that we're just th- throwing glass around All recklessly. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're in a professional setting, as professional as it can be, so let's not, you know... <laughs> Let's let's not have this get on TikTok because I don't want to get this place blown up for having fucking three pointers. You oh, know what this I mean? Man, yeah, I felt bad for Brandon. I told him I was like, everything will have to be perfect for the next like three weeks, and then while he's training, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, because I've had this man call me at ten oh one. Where are you at? This is bullshit. Word for word. I'm like, you can see me right now. I'm looking at you. I'm walking in. <laughs> it is 10.01. Relax. He's like, well, this is bullshit. My other bartenders would have been here right now. I'm like, well, where are they? Because I see him too. And he's also walking in. <laughs> so what are you talking about? And he goes, do I need to call someone else? I said, go ahead. Are they going to be here before me? Yeah. What? Are they going to beat me to the door? <laughs> right. What's... Go ahead and do that. And then you let me know if I still need to come in. But then there's also the fact that you're putting somebody down or putting somebody in a certain mood where not necessarily hostility but there's uh, resistance to the work right yeah now you have somebody that may hold a grudge or be sour all night mm-hmm. or you may have somebody that's just like wow what's up his ass i've you definitely know? let it affect me like that before like i'm i've learned how to like separate myself from almost all situations because i'm so desensitized from that place but I used to take it personal. I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm just going to fire me. I came in a minute late. Oh, my God, I work at the strip club, and that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you cannot walk in a minute late. I'm held to a standard. Right. <laughs> and it's not being a minute late. Right. So 10, 10 I, o'clock is 9.50. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> oh, and that's usually how I move is I walk in at 9.50, so that's probably when he was expecting me. 
But yeah, so he's panicking. To be, yeah, to be like so unforgiving of that. <laughs> she and no like, call, no show. Sit down. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I was my mood was affected that night. I was like, fuck this guy. Oh, he's the worst boss ever. I hate being here. He probably saw your car and was like, I'm gonna call her. <laughs> oh, for sure. He he's the type of dude that wants there to be a problem. And if there's not, he'll make one. He told the club I was pregnant one time. Okay, so let's what? let's say so where was he when the shots rang out the other night? Or shot? On the mic. So he was emceeing. Where was he after? Inside trying to get everybody out the back door. It happened at the front door. Okay. So it happened outside. Yeah, dude okay. walked out, and as soon as he walked out, <sighs> dude was waiting. Yeah. So there was some heat. Okay. Because I was going to say, depending on how he reacts in that situation, too, it's going to tell you a lot about his character. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not saying that he wanted to be the hero, but the way that you said he was shoving people out the back door kind of makes it seem like he. Now, did he communicate with any of the staff? Hey, we're gonna lock this down. Let's watch the Dude, I didn't even know what happened. Okay, that's what at I... all. I hear him on the mic. We need everyone to leave the back door. You see the exit sign? Yeah, the back door. He's just a dick. That's what he's saying on the mic. And I'm like, you know, that's where I smoke. Why are you sending everyone out there? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Let's not do that. Let's distribute them evenly, please. And he's like, we can't do that. We can't do that. He doesn't even tell me why. So I walk out to the back patio. It is packed and i'm oblivious at this point so i'm like oh we're having a balcony party cool what's up <laughs> and they're all like Shh, whoa some, there's a dead body i'm like oh fuck <laughs> what <laughs> why did nobody tell me yeah boy jimmy got smoked right i'm like all right nobody told me so uh he would love to be the hero but the problem is he can't be so afterwards was there any sort of discussion with the staff any sort of protocols put into place like, hey, if anything like this happens, we don't, we don't all gather in one spot where it's yes. just easy pickings. Kind of. Uh, I told him, because he scheduled on a Friday night um, a woman who I love dearly, but I don't want her on the back door. She's just recovered from cancer. Mm. Just cancer-free. Don't really want her to be the back door security guard yeah, of a downtown club. Yeah, It's not smart. And then the front door guy... Um, I can't even lie. I don't like him. Like, there's no beating around the bush around that one. I just do not, not like Brandon. him. No, it's not Brandon. I don't like him because he doesn't do his job. I've had numerous fights where it's like there's chunks of hair on the floor. Like, they're fighting for real. And I'll be like, yo, dude, come break this fight up. And this is how he breaks it up. Guys, stop. You guys, stop. Can you hear me in this loud club? I need you to stop. Exactly. I'm like, I did that 20 times, and guess what? They On the mic. Stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already did that, dude. It's going to take more work, and that's what you're here for, right? Work. Do that. But he doesn't do it. He's also a big boy, so he doesn't go up the stairs. One time I was working with VIP bar, and I had a fight up there. I'm like, dude, I need you up here. It's an active fight. Uh, well, the other door guy should be on his way. I'm trying not to drop names. I'm like, get your ass up here now. <laughs> because no, he's not. If he was on his way, I'd see him on his way, right? I'm looking at you now, and you're not coming up here. Get up here. So I don't like that either. So I did say something after people got shot. I was like, that door staff on Friday, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> LOL. So how are we going <laughs> to? 
Um, it's a little lacking. So now he's getting metal detectors. Um, he hired Brandon because I said something. He's like, cousin will do it. He works next door already. He make more money over here. We're hiring. Bring him over. He's like, oh, I can't take Bree's customers. Like, do it though. Yeah, but so listen, we did. <laughs> you're in a you're in a situation right now. Yeah, so we don't have Miss Girl uh, on the back door anymore. Brandon has been, you know, he's gonna do his job. Does he have a taser? No taser, just these hands. Damn. <laughs> no taser or anything. No, is that huh. normal? Um. <clears throat> There's no weapons. At the other I one, a flashlight. At the one out on uh, Jolly, what's the fucking centerfolds? Oh, sorry. No. I just say it, deja vu. I can bleep it out if I need to. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, they do? They have tasers, yeah. So, okay, owner, I think that's smart. Owner or head manager, I don't know what she was at the time, but she got tased out front. Damn. There was a fight, and she went out to break it up herself, and she See, ended up See, why is it like tased. that? Um, not to throw any of their door staff at the time under the bus, but one dude was definitely always edibled out. Mm-hmm. We had one like that too. Other guys, I don't didn't know them personally, but they kind of seemed to have a persona more than, mm-hmm. you know. There's a lot of that there. An too. aura. Yeah. Like you know when somebody's gonna fuck shit up, they don't have to have the persona. You're just like, okay, if something happened, I have money that you'd be in on it. Yes. Whereas like you got these guys that they try and squint when they look at you. They talk deeper to guys than girls. You know Compensating what I mean? Compensating for something. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's like, do you trust me? You don't want nothing to go down while I'm here. It's like, why not? Why are you even gonna say that? Bigger bark than bite. Right. I hate it's that. like, it's like I ain't. I wasn't scared. It's like, then why are you saying that? I didn't ask. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay, then don't be scared. <laughs> what? Are you good? Hell yeah, bro. Shots. <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy wasn't scared. <laughs> I agree. It goes like that for Throm and I wasn't scared. Part most situations, like if you're going out of your way to tell me. No, I'm super chill. I'm not crazy. Oh my god! I no, I'm so relaxed. I'm like, well, then relax. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> listen, let me. I know you don't know me, but let me tell you about the type of person I am. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, let me ask the people that know you what type yeah, of person right. you are. <laughs> this might be a little bias coming from you. Which back I, to the projection. Yeah, which I do that because like I don't I don't like to spend a lot of time. So like if I'm if I'm coming at someone with some some truth, I think might hurt. I just tell them like, listen, dude, this is. I know you may not know me like that, and we're not best friends, which is probably best friend's job, but I kind of think this might be, you know, this or the other. And that's just, I'm being honest with you, you yeah. know? It's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm, But I'm not telling them, like, you know, how I am as a person. I'm not trying to paint. I am so advanced in this area of life that you should do this. Let me tell you yeah. a little bit about my history so that you make some assumptions. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's, I don't know, there there just seems to be like, uh, this country right now just definitely seems to be in a state of like mental anguish more than anything, you know. There's a lot of symptoms of it, like I said, indicators. You look at the school shootings, that's a big one. You look at public shootings, that's another big one. You look at politicians getting rich, like a public servant, that's another big one. You look at people that are, um, like let's say the cops, for example. They're saying defund the police. Okay, I get it. You may have bad blood with cops, but likely you have bad blood with cops that aren't going to be fired because they're ass kissers at work, but when they get out in the streets, they're that fucking... Is real. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the the cops that are going to leave when the funding is gone, they're going to either leave voluntarily or because shit's getting too crazy out there, they're going to be the ones that you want. Yeah. You know, they're not the ones coming in here to flex their badge and fucking put you on the ground. They're the ones that actually want to solve the problem because they're your, they're your public servant, you know? Yeah. Just Which, like your manager at work, his job is to get you paperwork or whatever the fuck you need, not mm-hmm. to be telling you how to climb the hill, right. where to put your feet. Exactly. Print my bar rag and right. go back downstairs. Do the <laughs> shit that I need to do to keep my job flowing smoothly. Your yeah. job is to manage, not direct. Mm-hmm. We're not on a movie set. That should just piss me off to watch the drop. He thinks we're... His problem is with he thinks we're all in like a te- TV show, like reality show is what I was trying to say. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah. He's like, it's not my fault we're famous, Brickell. I'm like, who who told you we're who, famous? Who? To who? Because <laughs> we're not. It's not like that. Pull up your Instagram right now. Right. I want to see them followers. I don't think he has one. <laughs> famous where? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm too famous. I can't take the public spotlight. Yeah. Oh, could never be me. I like laying I like laying low. It's nice when you go out and nobody knows your face. It's like the bitch, you're not famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody's coming here for you. <laughs> When's the last time you signed an autograph that wasn't, like, on a car loan or something? You know what I mean? The credit card receipt. Right. <laughs> that receipt. Receipt. <laughs> Where you tip. Just to close your tab out. Actually, I signed a couple of autographs tonight. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. How many pictures did you get with fans, bitch? You know? uh, please no flash photography in the club. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, for, that's, that, that's for me. Oh, not, not for you. <laughs> not even for the girls. That's for me. Stupid. Yeah, you work there tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like already channeling my yeah prepping. Usually, I used to have pretty hard Sundays, and I didn't really know why until I kind of investigated it, and I found out I kind of like around seven o'clock. If I wasn't already having a shitty day Sunday, like around seven o'clock, it just fell off the ledge, Mm -hmm. and then I had to investigate it because I was like, I can't keep doing this shit. And then really thinking about it. it took me a few days, but I was like, man, it's because subconsciously I know I'm going to work. Oh. You know what I mean? I yeah. know what comes at fucking 525 is that mm-hmm. first alarm. Get out of bed against your will. Bitch, go make someone else your rich. Your clock's running out. Yeah. Right. We have a guy that wants to go to a concert and build a home in Traverse City that you're going to pay for today. So get up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Make it so that he can afford that flight. Out to Napa Valley. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the type of... Yeah. And then you're working for a board where the board doesn't give a fuck. They're like, oh, we're giving them money. It's like, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, basically. And I make good money. But they're like, oh, you know, 20 an hour back when I was fucking growing up would have been great money. When I was your age, that would have paid for a fucking... Right, but keyword would have, and it's not anymore. No. (laughs) You know? It's like you're not factoring in inflation on top of all the other factors, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I put a mask on at each job, so it's like I have a certain hype up for each one. It's like, okay, you put, have to. put this mask on. And, you know, it's it's always, I didn't really think about it till about a year or two ago. Like, uh, a lot of people at work would come to me with, like, little problems. And I, I kind of had to investigate that, too, because I had a bunch of people come to me with pretty similar shit one day. Well, actually, it was over the course of a week. And I was like, why is everybody coming to get my opinion or to vent to me about this? And it's like, okay, maybe because I'm more empathetic now or empathic, whatever. But also, uh, I'm honest, you know? I'm not just agreeing with certain people. And again, that's not me trying to project. That's just 
kind of what I came to no, the conclusion of. No, I feel of. the same way. You know, I'm like, well, because they know I'm going to tell them how I feel. Yeah. And I'm going to have a valid solution that I know is not going to get implemented, but something that will at least make them feel better. Like, yeah, if somebody would do this or if we would do that or maybe if they would listen to us when we say this because we've been saying this then these problems wouldn't happen or, what mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I totally feel the you got to go in tomorrow, so you got to kind of jazz hands it. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. And no matter how hard I jazz hands it, the honesty still comes through. <laughs> oh, no, no, I mean, just to get through your day, you just got to Oh yeah, definitely. going to work tomorrow. <laughs> Yay. It's going to be good. <laughs> Which way do I stir my coffee again? Let me look at my book. Uh, tomorrow is going to be right because that, uh, what's that? Uh, welcomes money. Tomorrow's going to be right because that's all that's left. <laughs> I meant to say clockwise. <laughs> I thought you meant yeah. your right hand, to be completely honest. Oh, that's the thing, too. You can set that, too. I don't know what. I haven't set it yet, but whatever you can. <laughs> it's up. It's. I mean, honestly, you could improv it. Yeah, I'm going to start with my right hand because, um, um, I don't know. We are attracting wealth. <laughs> what the clockwise means anyways <laughs> whatever just we're gonna double down on that yeah i mean mm-hmm. it's better than my theory my theory is just roll the dice <laughs> <laughs> see what happens <laughs> yep flip a coin Bink. so um you said you had some notes you were thinking about driving up did you have anything you wanted to cover or approaching the three hour mark i don't know how long you got um i think we are okay so i said talking to men lol always an input on my appearance i kind of already addressed that though with the dude that fell asleep last week you look mean you look boring yeah um but you know already touched on that we could go the okay because i didn't really get to dig into the woman aspect keep those notes up but just just super quick we can go deeper if you want but the self-awareness in women i think is definitely riding the razor's edge on positivity and negativity. I feel with the type of woman, it sways toward the negative or the positive, right? Because you have females, like, they're all about their Instagram follower or their Facebook following, the, the likes they get on their pics. They're more concerned about their looks than their personality. Yeah. But they're also, again, projecting or, I don't want to say being fake because that's just kind of generic. Most of that is projecting. Yeah. I don't want to say being fake because that's generic, but... They know themselves and they know they're not a certain way, but they're projecting to a certain person or to a group like, hey, this is how I am. This is how I want you to think I am. Or to fool themselves, too. Or, yeah. Or Look to Look at my social media. I am happy. To, you know? Right. Just don't, don't make, in a way to avoid, um, again, insecurities, in a way that they don't have to avoid something that maybe they feel bad about or they know they can't fix. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Look at my social media. I look happy, don't I? Right. I'm always happy. I don't post a pic of me sad. Mm-mm. I don't post a pic of me sitting at home, you know, looking down at my phone because I'm scrolling on it right now. Right. You know. I don't post what's actually going on. I'm just posting what I want everyone to see. Right. I'm always out at parties. I'm always out at a concert. I'm always out at the fucking track. Whatever it is, I'm always on the beach. Isn't my life amazing? You know. But I feel like that also goes the other way just as much as it does that way. Maybe not just as much because I feel like social media is definitely having an impact on how much 
it sways to the negative. But I feel like even maybe before social media, that was a good thing because it made people think like, not just people, it made women think like, um, maybe I need to address this. Let me talk it over with my group of females I hang out with at book club or, you know, the moms that I, I take my kid to school, the moms in the community, let me talk this out. And then as you're talking it out, they're, they're reinforcing the positive. You know, you may focus on the negative. You're like, oh girl, you are pretty. Oh girl, you know, he doesn't come home and do these things. Maybe he's had a long day. Don't Mm -hmm. take it personal. Or, you know, maybe your kid said this because he was having a tough day and he doesn't know how to address his emotions because he's nine or or 14, whatever. He does, you know, maybe he's going through puberty, so he's going to be more aggressive. That's just a natural. My son said the same thing last week, you know, that type shit. So I feel like. Mom group. Yeah. I feel like because women are a little more, not that they take it more personal, but that they feel it more. Yeah. Like. But that's what I mean, though. Is I feel like men do also feel it, but they're not um, addressing it at the time. So they don't allow themselves to actually feel it. They just kind of like brush it under the rug for the most part. And like, you know. And I can appreciate that because look at grandpa. Yeah. Look how stoic he is. Mm -hmm. If you, I've talked to grandpa about it. Actually, we kind of address it on the podcast. It's supposed to post tomorrow, but his stoicism is... Not inferior, but it's uh, compared to his dad's stoicism. Mm -hmm. He'll tell you that was a generation of men. Yeah. Like, you know, if my dad felt pain, he didn't, you know, necessarily broadcast it. We didn't know about it, you know. Yeah. If, like he was saying, his mom was always happy and quiet. She never raised her voice. It's like, okay, that's a sense of, and to me that's stoicism because there may be emotions that are being suppressed or conversation that's being waited until, you know, dad comes home or until you're in a different mood. And the stoicism is, in a way, I feel like um, it's it's almost a way of addressing your emotion because you're saying, okay, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with worse and I can control this. Yeah, when you're so comfortable and uh, aware of it, then you don't have to react in a dramatic manner right that's and what I, th- I mean by like being self-aware is a good thing yeah um like he is he won't say shit sometimes no because he's like whatever uh, or he also Not... likes to think a lot mm-hmm. he doesn't like to just address something without thinking it through right but Which i also I really admire because sometimes if i feel things so deeply that i will just word vomit right then and now <laughs> yeah. like well i don't like that shit and i'm gonna let you know why right now yeah you got your pen and paper yep take notes because listen <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like if you're not listening i'm also mad about that too you so a, it's you like got a chair <laughs> I, yeah i have to let you like hear it so i do admire that because he's he literally is thinking on everything yeah, and, and well, that's kind of what I was going to get at is like the stoicism, I think, is a way of addressing the emotion and being self-aware. And I think kind of what you're talking about is the lack of ability to deal with that internally. And instead of dealing with it, it's suppressed. Whereas you hear as a man, like, don't cry, you know, mm-hmm. go to work, do your job, mm-hmm. do it good, which those are all good 
morals, but also golden rules to live by. But if you don't have the tools to deal with, like, um, like a bully, right? Yeah, because those ha- things are going to come up. Yes. Like if, and that's kind of what I was going to get at earlier when we were talking about, like, the raising of boys versus girls, right? Like, boys are going to get picked on more. I try and pick on Leon a little bit. And I feel bad sometimes, but it's like, subconsciously, when I think about it, I think it's more of a natural thing because I don't want him to have to deal with it when he's six and not know how to deal with it when I'm not around. Yeah. You know? But that's the thing is we're not teaching our men now how to be like, all right, you didn't get that promotion. Maybe it's not personal. Right. Maybe that person that did get that promotion that's now your boss did suck a lot of dick, mm-hmm. met- metaphorically. Maybe he did kiss a lot of ass to get to where he's at. Maybe metaphorically. Yeah, maybe metaphorically, maybe not. Maybe the back of his head's bruised. We don't right. know, right? But at the same time, don't focus on that solely. You should say, good. You know, I didn't get that promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not good immediately, but I'm still making the same income. Things aren't going to change for me now, but good. This is more time for me to learn what I need to do to get to that next level, or this is more time for me to plot, or maybe this is more time for me to get out of the situation that I'm in, and maybe I only want to climb because that's the next best step here to get out of my situation. Mm -hmm. For example, if you're in a job and you say, I want to be promoted not because you want to take on the duties, but because you hate your current job, you're like, I'd rather be doing what he's doing than what I'm doing. That's not necessarily the right reason. Right. You know, because you still have to deal with certain things, especially if you promote to a management position, Mm -hmm. you're going to be dealing with those things, but from the decision side where you're saying, okay, now I got to decide what's going on here. And a lot of times that can be more stressful. Right. But if you can be preemptively self-aware and know that I work better in a management position and that's why I want to be promoted, like, because you, I don't know, however you manage if it is beneficial for that environment, that's where you should be. Yeah. But if you don't even know that and you, you don't know how you work around certain people or if you even do work well with other people, um, don't ask. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I got to push back on that a little bit and say it's like... Some people shouldn't be in man- management positions. No, 100%. But until you're in that position or somebody sees how you manage... It's hard for them to have that conversation with you that, hey, you, sh- you don't need this position or we're going to take I'm you out of it you, because... you can have that conversation with yourself. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, true. Like, I hate when people ask me questions. You probably shouldn't be a manager then. Let's not do that. Um, if you're realistic with yourself. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? part of being self-aware is yeah. be real with yourself. Don't be... That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to just play the fairy tale that, oh, you know what I would do. It's right. like, well, think about it, though. Because sometimes... I mean, I have downfalls. I don't react well to people doing certain things. So it's like, I'm just going to stay right here. (laughs) Yeah. And not just that, but I'm more comfortable here than I would be over there. Not just because necessarily how I would react, but maybe I have more enjoyment in the interactions that I would be Mm -hmm. taken away from because I'd be at a different angle. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with everyone's downfalls because we all have them regardless nobody's perfect you just have to be aware of them so you know like what triggers you to do what yeah and yeah 100 percent. oh well did you have any uh uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna ask one question all right vegas or miami for to live vacation real quick i'm gonna ask you a bunch of them vegas or miami 
To live or vacation? Vacation, yeah, yeah. Just a quick trip. Maybe a week, let's say a week-long mm. trip. A week-long trip. Yep. Well, I expected this answer to be a lot faster. It's tough because there's perks of each. If I have to stay in the area, I'm going to say Miami. All right. I knew that was going to be the answer. Vegas or... Uh, come on. <laughs> uh, Nashville? Nashville. Yep. Okay. Figured. Um, Vegas or... Why is it Vegas? <laughs> oh my God. Because Vegas lacks one thing that I'm trying to oh, okay. get to. Um. Let's say Vegas or uh, Grand Canyon, something like that. See, now I could take a trip to the Grand Canyon if I didn't have to stay in Vegas, yeah. But if I've got to stay in Vegas, bitch, I'm hiking. Thank you. So (laughs) my entire friend group, I feel like everybody in my life is like, even separate, they're not even related, it's different friend groups. Let's go to Vegas. And I feel like such a bitch because I'm like, no, I'm straight. Yeah, why? No, you're not. I don't want to go. Well, right, right, right. <laughs> <It's a fuck. laughs> no, I'm good. Don't, uh, hypocrisy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I genuinely don't want to go because where are the trees at? Where's the wildlife? You're wa- you're not walking over there and seeing any lizards zipping across the sidewalk. You that's, know what I mean? That's, uh, There's no animals. You might see some lizards. Okay, I'd be down to see a lizard or four. But here's the thing. Florida, like you go to Miami... You might see an iguana. But you got the whole ocean. I'm the saying Vegas there. lacks the natural. Like, I'm not impressed by a building. Let me But t- you got the ocean right there that I can stare at. Let me tell you something. Nice. Okay. About Vegas and you not being impressed by buildings. Don't take this personally. Okay. <clears throat> I think it's because you don't value the architecture. And the, the creative aspect of building design, which I don't want to say mechanics because I know you appreciate mechanical qualities. But, yeah. like, that particular type of endeavor, you know what I mean? The type of science that goes into the construction and then the final look. The whole group of people it takes to construct that. Yeah, I really don't. And I've had this I'll conversation be because being in Chicago... I've had the conversation of... what I do in Chicago. But I I have had the conversation of why is this... It was once the Sears Tower. Why is this so amazing? Oh, right. And it's like, you get down into the weeds and it's like, well, yes, the tallest building. What did it take to make it? And then it's like, well, it sways fucking... the Willis now? I think it's the Willis, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it sway six foot at the top one way or the other in the wind? Yeah, something crazy, which I'm not really trying to feel. But I do respect it. The reason I respect Chicago is because it's right on Lake Michigan. It still that's, has that natural draw for me anyways. That's true. And that's what Vegas was lacking. That's true. Um, so all three that I said, you picked the other one. Yeah. Which I was like, that lines up because you're also into nature and shit. Um, heavy. Heavy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so all my friends are like, well, Brickell's boring. She doesn't want to go. I'm like, it's not that I'm boring. I just, Yeah. I don't know. I do have respect for it, but at the same time, the only natural source there is the sun, which I will hit. Yeah. I'll lay by the pool. But that sun but is everywhere, literally. Exactly. Everywhere. And I'd rather be, like, on the ocean or mm. in some trees or in the mountain. I want to recant that. It's not everywhere always. There's places on the earth that it disappears for six, eight months. Where, Alaska? Yeah. yeah. But it makes up for it with this 24-hour period. It's like, bitch, I would you be so depressed so quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the darkness. 
Oof. Your headlamp runs out of batteries. You're like, what oh my the God, fuck am do I that. doing here? A tattoo artist wears a headlamp. I think it's the cutest thing ever. That's cool. I got I got one here because I know it's going to be dark when we get out of here. Oh, nice. Okay. Hell I'm yeah. One. Okay. Just in case. I turn the light on outside, but sometimes Bree fucking turns it off. LOL. Yeah. She'll let the dogs out and then let them in. And then she turns the light off when they come in. And it's like, hey, fuck, I'm still down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll walk inside. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I... And again, it's nothing personal. I just, like, I didn't really have an appreciation for it. I still really don't. But, like, when we started talking about the dynamics that a building has to overcome to stay standing, I was like, okay, now I can appreciate it. Whereas before, I didn't really, I was like, yeah, it's tall as fuck. That's cool. A bunch of welders came in here and bolted and welded beams together. And they built a building around a shell. But it's like, okay. Here's another book I could give you. It's called Buildings and Skyscrapers. Um, I actually bought it in Chicago, uh, <laughs> top floor of the Hancock. Never um, been in there. It's pretty cool. It's called, uh, it's not called the Sky Deck, I lied. No, that's... It's called 360. No, it's not. Whatever. It's the Sky Deck, I think, is on the Willis. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. I've not been to that one. But whatever the top floor of the Hancock is called, and it's not even the top floor. It's like the fifth to sixth. From the top? To the top. But top still. floor is some penthouses. Penthouse, I didn't know you were rich. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you don't have a gold plated Lambo out front valeted, then you ain't getting to those top five floors. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Ugh, I wouldn't do well there. Yeah, I, don't, just, I don't perform well around super rich people. Just leave one of your black cards at the desk. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, what? God. I always feel like I'm doing something wrong when they have too much money around me. Oh, my God. Same. Same. Man, I get so uncomfortable. Uh, like right Same. next door is Bodie's, and it's like a $120 steak, Yeah, $40 glass of wine. Okay. I've gone there like, I, okay, I can't lie, I used to treat myself a lot. I would go there. <laughs> but the people around me, you you could tell they belonged there. Pretentious. Yeah. And I'm just over there in my sweats talking to the bartender because I know him. And I'm like, dang, I am uncomfortable when they talk to me. <laughs> but listen, I think if you were to be handed... <coughs> Not even handed. Let me recant that. If you were to earn yourself, let's say you're all, all of a sudden your net worth is $15 million. Yeah. You're one of the few people I would think, it's not going to change her. Outside of the fact that you might treat yourself a little more, but... Everyone around me is getting the same treatment. Right. But that's the thing. is like you're not going to be trying to make richer friends... Even though you may be no. in certain areas when you go to treat yourself that you're around rich people, so you naturally you're going to converse and make some rich friends. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be that type of person that would be like, all right, now I'm going to strive for this. I do try to do that. Yeah, I would definitely strive for it. And I do try to surround myself with those people because it makes me uncomfortable, and I want to tap into why it makes me uncomfortable. So like when I'm out networking and stuff, I'll find myself like... Trying to inch a little closer to them and like welcome conversation. Oh, it's difficult sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like, I wish I knew what you're talking about. I'm going to pretend I do. Absolutely. And do the best I can to keep up with this conversation. But. Dang. Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what that one was. Um, that's, yeah. not, that's not a bad thing, though, because, again, uh, that's an indicator of growth. Yeah. If you were surrounding yourself with people with like-minded thoughts, they're just supporting every opinion you have or every thought you have. 
they agree in all the negatives, all the positive, or the majorities. They do all the things you want to do. I mean, we're a conglomeration of experience, so how are uh-huh. we going to grow other than if we have a bad experience and we have to overcome something? Exactly. You know? I was so uncomfortable with them before. Like, I would go into get my groceries at the bit or the least busiest time just because I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to have an interaction with anybody. But um, That's to be expected. Right. Uh, what is it? What's the therapy called? The uh, Immersion? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of did that on myself, and I'm so glad that I did because it's like, there are many things to be learned in your insecurities. Well, <coughs> with, with, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Mike bumping over here. All right, so let me ask you, I got a, I've been putting together um, some interview questions, right? Okay. I was going to practice them on you, but I figured we'd just chat and catch up fam shit. So I'm going to ask a couple. Okay. And then, like I said, we can wrap it up here. It's quarter after 10, but. So what's, uh, we'll just do kind of like the Vegas, Miami thing, right? Yeah. Favorite purchase. Favorite purchase. Randy. Okay. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever had a near-death experience? Um, I don't know. I uh, don't care about a lot of things. You could come up to me. Well, well, I don't want to say that on camera or on mic. Um, I have had a well. I won't say that on mic. <laughs> no, I haven't. I have, but like I don't view things as very serious. So I'm just like, huh? Okay. That's funny. How about uh, best vacation? Mm. It was when I flew to Miami by myself, rented a car. Got a spot to stay and just like, for, it was for no reason. I just like woke up one day and I was like, I want to go somewhere. And I took myself. I love taking myself places. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some place you would never go again. Vegas. I've been there. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to go back. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's a good one. All right. So, uh. If you want, we can wrap on this, but unexplained occurrences, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot sightings, etc. Today. Okay. Okay. So I'm super into my manifestation and witchcraft. Um, and I, God, I'm so stupid. Okay. Anyways, I was like, damn, Randy's neck is kind of big and I have him on a training collar. You know, the one that pokes him when you pull him. Yep. Because he's 108 pounds. I need help. Um, yeah. So I have him in that because I do not know his past life. And he kind of lunged at this man. I didn't like that. I'm trying to correct that. Anyways, yep. he's a big boy. So I'm like, I need to put another link on you. I'll go to the store today and get that link. And then um, I was about to pee my pants on my way home. So I'm like, I'm going to stop at my mom's. Pee in her toilet rather take, than my pants. Take a pee. So, yeah. yeah. So I go pee. She doesn't have any training collars, nothing. But it's one link, Randy's size, by the toilet. I'm like, say you swear. Because I check, like, where she hangs up the collars and stuff. No training collars. I text her if I can have it. She's like, yeah, I found it. I thought it was uh, Susan's. You can take it. I'm like, what? All right. All right. Thank you. Anyways, little things like that, I feel like, happen when you're manifesting. Let me say it one more time. Take a shot every time I say manifesting. 
Well, it's too late. Now I got (laughs) to cut this and put it in the beginning of the podcast. (laughs) Otherwise, it's over. (laughs) That was me rewinding it. (laughs) (laughs) I could just cut in beating a dead horse, the end of the song there. There you go. Dead horse. Yeah. (laughs) That was a good question, though. Vegas, hold on. I have a more serious answer where I would never go again. Gary, Indiana. I got chicken there one time. Shout out Gary, Indiana. No, don't even do that. <laughs> oh my God, I got chicken there one time. Why was I scared the whole time? Gary's a rough town. Rough as hell. Rough town. I union. thought I was doing something wrong every time. They're all union guys. And Chip was a union guy. <laughs> Sorry. But I asked to go pee at the gas station. I'm like, hey, you got a toilet? He doesn't say words to me, he just points. I'm like, it looks like an employee-only type thing. So I'm like, here. I point back. He's like, yeah. And I go into this toilet. It's got, like, trash can or trash bags piled up all around it. Um, and there's two cigarette butts in the toilet. And it's just all types of dirty. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. I <laughs> thank- appreciate your hospitality. Not to be, like, pretentious or anything. But I was like, I'm, I'm allowed in here. This is the one. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Then I went back over across the road to get my chicken. I think it was the only business open. Period. Not just for chicken. Not to be pretentious, <laughs> but did they have valet? Oh, hell no. What? <laughs> valet for what? I was the only one there. <laughs> no. Anyway, sorry, Gary, but I'm not trying to go back there either. Gary, Indiana, that is. Fuck yeah. Fuck you, Gary. That's somebody's tag. It's a rapper's tag. Fuck you, Gary? Yeah. Like Indiana or just... I don't know. Really? I think he has beef with somebody named Gary, it sounds like. Who can... Listen. Whose name is Gary that you have beef with? Uh, they're at least 70, right? 50s 50s minimum (laughs) minimum 50 yeah so no aliens no ghosts just manifestations Um, ghosts i don't think i've really had an experience with the ghost um i've definitely messed with my friends a lot and i would like make a makeshift ouija board okay i'd like tear into their cereal box and start (laughs) making a ouija board that was my Sharpie sound <laughs> on cardboard. That was accurate. Thank you. That was accurate. Um, and then, you know, have one of the friends go downstairs and mess with the power. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But that was just me. It wasn't real. But I also wasn't entertaining it enough to, like, welcome a real situation to happen. Ah, I was just bullshit. Yeah, that's water softening. Um, okay, it scared me because we are talking about ghosts. Oh. <laughs> um, no aliens. You just manifested a ghost. Yeah, see? <laughs> No aliens. I think I did try to scare Craig one time when we were watching Signs a bunch. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. What's the mo- Oh, The Sixth Sense. No, that's not even the movie. The Fifth Kind. No. Close Encounters of the Third Kind? No, I think it might be The Fifth Kind. It was with the owl. Oh, fuck. Owls, anyways, scared me for a while, but that is not an alien interaction. Do we know that? No. Okay. But I think aliens, if we want to start on that... All I'll say is I think they live among us. And you might be one. I don't know. Why would you tell me that? I I would tell you if I was You would? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you wouldn't know because you're not one. Let me say this. I think we're all alien. But. Okay. So Ryan and I dug into it a little bit. Okay. The beginning of the podcast I did with him. Um, I think we're alien in the sense that, okay, so we're made out of stardust, right? Yep. We know we're made out of elements of the universe if we're going to acknowledge that we're not put here by God. 
What was that? My tongue ring. Oh, Jesus. It's okay. Okay. I think, um, in a way where the universe, uh, trying to know itself, right? This, where the universe being self-aware. And uniquely, we all go through different experiences, so in a way, this universe knows everything, right? Yeah. That anybody's ever done, anything anybody's ever gone over, yada, yada. Um... And the way I think that that kind of makes us alien is, n- without even looking at what we have here on Earth as far as life, look at, like, um, if there were aliens out there, even if they're not carbon-based or silicon-based or whatever, I feel like we share the same purpose in the universe. Do you? Yeah. I feel like... That's okay, good. I feel like, okay, at least that you have an alien from the Andromeda system. I don't think their purpose is any greater than ours. I think they kind of go through life aimlessly the same way, unless they're like in a communist alien settlement where they're dictated that, hey, you're a drone that does this. Yeah. You're a guy that does that. But I think ultimately we're all, and I'm saying we all because I think aliens do exist, because I think it's more likely than not. Yeah, definitely. But I think that we all share in the same purpose that, even though we may give ourselves a purpose in our life, our ultimate purpose is the universe is using us for self-exploration, right? Yeah. To know itself. Yeah, I feel like most of the time when people are like, do you think aliens are real? They think they're like some monster that wants to kill all humankind. And it's like, neener, right. neener. Um, I just don't think it's like that because I don't really think we're coming in the way of them at all no. if we were we would have known by now you know how long have we been here well even then let's just play devil's advocate and say that we know there's aliens we've seen them they're unexplained they're coming from different worlds let's even say maybe somebody's had an interaction if they've been around longer than us they may be closer to the answer of life yep. and they may even know the purpose of life is that we're ultimately just the universe knowing itself we're mm-hmm. all in a different process. So it'd be hard if we were aliens to another civilization on another planet and another solar system, if we could just travel through a wormhole and go somewhere right now where we know there's life. Selfishly, I'd say, yeah, we would interfere. But realistically, should we? Because if we had the knowledge, if we were around as long as maybe some of these other civilizations and we knew that, hey, we're literally just the universe knowing itself. Why would we... It'd be like going back in time. Yeah. Why would you insert yourself into the universe knowing itself in a way that's going to skew it? Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to go back in time and tap JFK on the shoulder before the fucking shot rang off, right? History would be changed. Right. So what if you were to come in while we were dropping nukes, you know, on Hiroshima, and tap somebody on the shoulder and be would like... You? No. I wouldn't. No, you can't because if a... Butterfly effect. Exactly. Right. You change history for one, but if if it changes the civilization and the entire timeline, now you're altering what the universe, if that's what's happening, is going to learn. You're you're taking away from the universe learning that this is what leads to self-destruction, ultimately. No, I totally agree. I wouldn't change history if somebody gave me free use of a time machine. No. And I don't know if you listened to the last three brothers, but Greg and I, Greg actually asked the question, if you could go back in time and live in any point in I time. I did. You both had really interesting answers. Pyramids and what'd you say? I had a couple. 
Yeah. I had I want I would like to see Genghis Khan siege yep. out a city. Yeah. I'd that's like to right. see how that worked. They didn't like it because I thought it was dark. Then I I said that my other one would be the Library of Alexandria. And I didn't really think about it at the time, but thinking back on it, Greg's like, you can't do that because you can't come back with the knowledge and change history. Technically, I wouldn't be if I was going through, right? I mean, I guess well, in a way I'd alter the timeline, but if I knew how the pyramids were built because something was in that library, I may be able to bring that technology and it advance us further now than we are, which mm-hmm. I guess technically is changing history, but I wouldn't change it in that moment. and be like, don't burn right. this, don't burn it, you right. know what I mean? you'd come back and... Right. With that knowledge. Right. I get it. That'd be a good one. Also, I think I said something about JFK getting shot, which they were like, why would you want to be there? It's like, well, if I can't change history, I'm not going to save him, but I'd like to just personally know. I'd like to hear where the shots rang out from. That'd be an experience. Yeah, because we're never going to know the truth. Right. And I'm not saying I want to watch him get shot in the head, but or the chest, because he took two shots for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that... In my lifetime, I'm ever going to know. And for some reason, that answers a bigger question to me on the power, the reach, and the intent of our government, which would affect me now, which I'm not saying I'd be the next Martin Luther King or whoever to be like, hey, this is how we're going to change as a people, not black people, white people, but as an American people. But if I had that knowledge, maybe it'd give me a little more power to be like, open your eyes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Here's some indicators that they're not telling you about that are in all these pictures and all this video that nobody's having the perspective of a person that was in the crowd. Yeah, you know? that is scary to think about. Yeah. And plus, I'd be safe from the fact that they couldn't hunt me down and kill me or suppress me because I would come back to now and be right. like, bitch, I'll be in the future. You <laughs> know what I mean? I'm gone. You'll be dead. Um, I thought of an alien experience I had. I pet Bob Lazar's cat. What? Do you know who Bob Lazar is? Yeah, you pet his cat? Yeah, he lives in Langsburg. What? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Swear to God. He has a little science shop. Do and I have everything. to edit this out? I don't know. I don't know. We're not, we don't have a big enough following You right can just now. burp out the, or burp. <laughs> beep. Bleep out the, yeah. he lives in, beep. <laughs> um, but yeah, burp. my dance studio is right across the road from his little science, like, he pretty much sells stuff for fireworks and stuff like that. What? Yeah. Fucking Bob was um, But yeah, his cat would always wander on over to the dance studio. And at the time, I didn't know it was his cat. But I watched a documentary on him. Swear to God, that cat is in there. I'm, and he, they showed the shop. And I'm like, oh, that's the... That. Yep. No like, shit. I was petting on... I hope I... I I'll should have, like, look for pictures or something of it. But I'll have to see if that's public knowledge before I just post it. Because I do not... I think it is. Because the documentary is on Netflix. I don't know that it said the town it was in. But I know that his shop, like, storefront was on there. Well, yeah. If he's got a storefront, I guess you can always look at, like, the tax records or whatever the fuck they do. The plat book and be like, all right, he owns this patch of property here. Yeah. You know, so. And I don't know that they're all, like, Bob Lazar's in Lansbury. I don't know if he is anymore. Was. But he was when I was in high school. I wonder if I could just knock on the door with studio equipment and be like, hey, dude, just tell me about I don't want to ask anything about aliens. Just earn a little bit of trust. Be like, tell me about your life. You're big into rocketry and all this fucking sciencey shit. Yeah, just do it organically. Just yeah. pretend you're making something, buy some cheap shit. Just educate me. Be like, oh yeah, I also need that. Gain your trust. Yeah. Like a stray dog. Boom. And then boom, he's dropping. Forty-five minutes in, be like, so these aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I think aliens are real, and then just like have him word vomit into that. Yeah. Be like, oh, I I, I didn't even connect the dots. Bob 
Bob Lazar. I no should have known. Who is Bob Lazar? <laughs> Inform me. <laughs> I've always told myself if I meet a famous person, I'm going to act like they don't know. Like I don't know who they are. You have so to. So then they feel more comfortable. Well, <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing is you don't want to feed the ego and then immediately give them power over conversation or the encounter in general. Right. Because a lot of them, not all of them, I don't know any probably of them. Probably a lot of their interactions. Yeah. But a lot of them, they probably immediately go into like a scripted type thing right. when you know who they are. It's not whole, like. But also it's more memorable when somebody doesn't know who you are and you're famous. I got to assume it's intriguing to be like. Right. Let me get to know you because <laughs> yeah, we're not, now we're starting at the same, we're starting in the same, like if this was a fucking race, I'd be about a hundred yards ahead of you at the starting line. Now mm-hmm. we're starting on the same line. Until because, you don't know who I am. Yeah. You don't know who I am. Brings, I don't know who you are. Brings them back. All right. I'm acting like I'm about to meet Drake. I am manifesting that though. I have, uh, we'll go back to uh, not smoking. I had a dream about Drake. It was the worst dream of my life. We were dating. It was all cute. He met my grandma in Paris. No We were having a great night, and then I woke up. I'm like, damn. Fuck. Damn it. Fuck. I had a sweet car, too. Maybe that's an alternate life, though. Oh, yeah. You think when you dream and your pineal gland is excreting DMT, like, it actually transports you to a different plane where you kind of... Well, both my grandmas passed, so... In this life? You're right. Oh my god. In this plane. Shout out grandma. <laughs> Fuzzy. Yeah. The the uh Yeah. DMT is a weird one too. I'm scared of that one. I don't think I'm I don't do think that. well, it's not that I don't I'm scared of most of them. I can't believe I did that one. Here's the thing. It's it's not that you should be scared of it because your body naturally has it, right? Right. I think it's again set and setting. You know you're gonna come back from it. It's natural, your body knows what to do with it, but it's the mindset, you don't just want to be at a fucking party in a smoked out room and be like, yo, hand me that DMT pipe, right? But if you're in a mindset of, okay, I'm willing to accept whatever it shows me, I'm willing to work with whatever it shows me, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? I think it might be a little different. Yeah, for sure. But right now, where I'm at, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm not really trying to do that right now. Right. Right. <laughs> I need I need to... Which tells me I shouldn't. <laughs> I need to file some paperwork and work some things out before yep. I get there, but... Yeah. All right. Well, we can wrap this up if you don't have any other. Uh... I don't. We touched on all the notes I had. Did you want to uh, plug anything? Yep. Phil Dunphy. Okay. Nick Miller. Uh, all the books I mentioned. Feminine and Masculine. Uh, Law of Human Nature. And Skyscrapers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Skyscrapers. Um I think that's it. Was it Buildings and Skyscrapers? I think it is Buildings and Skyscrapers. It's yellow. Okay. The edition I have anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So look for that one. Hardcover? Paperback? Hard. Okay. Boom. Bink. Um, Lil Earthlin on Instagram. I don't know. There it is. That's about it. Spell it out. L-I-L-E-A-R-T-H-L-I-N. Lil Earthlin. Instagram? uh, On everything. Catch you on the social medias. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Please don't. I'm scared on Twitter. Please don't. I'm scared on Twitter. Yep. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> Little Earthland. Little Earthland. Bam. All right. Bink. Well, I had a good time talking to you, catching up. We'll have to do this again if you. Uh... I'm down. I have more to say. So. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, if you ever, we'll end after this. But if you ever, uh, anybody that comes on here, like if you ever have something you want to talk about. 
Like the show in particular doesn't really have any agenda other than to help, even if it's just you to vent, talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you do have something you want to talk about, write it down. You cool. know what I mean? We can cover it. And then uh, if that's something you want to prioritize and focus on that, we can always do that. If you want to just bring it up throughout, kind of bullshit throughout, we can do that. There's literally... There's a lot I didn't touch on and I could, so yeah, we should. Like you are the guest. I, I get it. I'm the host, but you're helping me give the content, so... I appreciate it, and uh, thank you. Until next time, little little Earthling, and please don't. I'm scared. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>